gonna get drunk or something, I guess. <laughs> That's the only way we can do this. <laughs> Hello, world. We are not drunk. We are recording episode one of Discourse About Gaming podcast. I am your host, Matt, and this is... Josh! <laughs> <laughs> this will be awkward to start, but who cares, whatever. Uh, we'll start off the show. Well, basically the show, we hope to be, it's basically just, you know, we'll go over the news, we'll go over what games are coming out, kind of talk about our feelings on the current, you know, the games industry as a whole. Yeah, and we'll, it's a, we want to do a weekly podcast, so yeah. it'll kind of be a drop of the biggest news portions of that week uh and we'll kind of go off of that we'll, we won't do all the news for that week but we'll yeah. pick and, and choose our favorites i was i'm thinking i mean person listening to this will know what day it comes out on but i'm thinking fridays hmm. but i don't know if i'll record i mean well i'm thinking every friday we'll have the episode i think so yeah if we picked a friday because we're recording on wednesday so yeah a day for editing yeah i like that yeah friday would be good yeah Start the weekend so off maybe right. I can get this one up by Friday, but the person listening to this will know whether or not it actually makes it up by Friday. But from now on, it'll be on Fridays. This one might be Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we can start off basically um, what kind of games you like, just an introduction to like... When did you start play. When gaming? did I start? When did... This whole thing of gaming... When did you hear about gaming? When I was... A, so I was born in 92, and I'm going to look up really quick. The NES was my first system... They're gonna say Webster's Dictionary defines. They're gonna. I mean, they're gonna hear my mouse clicking. That's annoying. Okay. Whatever. Um, the NES came out in nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. No wait, nineteen eighty-three in Japan. But when did it come out in the U.S.? Release date. Here we go. Nineteen eighty-five. Okay. So it came out seven years before I was even born. But when yeah. I was like four or five years old, my dad still had one hmm. from like around when they came out and i grew up playing uh, the first super mario brothers and contra and what's funny is my dad and i had beaten contra wow and that's considered like one of the hardest games of all time yeah i was gonna say <laughs> but like it's impossible I'm, it must be easy co-op or something because it wasn't that hard maybe it wasn't contra it was like contra 2 or something easier i don't remember i've actually replayed them recently with my brother hmm. on an emulator and they were they're easy with safe states yeah <laughs> if you could say they're easy back. with safe yeah without safe states i don't really know how we beat it back in the day but yeah i had an nes and then an n64 and then from that point after the n64 i had a ps2 and then i was yeah it was like oh yeah i had the n64 and then the ps2 and then after that i've had like every console okay. from that point on because i had the ps3 a 360 wii and then i've had every console since the ps2 uh, except the Wii U. The Wii U. No yeah. one bought the Wii U. No one bought, no yeah. one bought that. <laughs> well, I didn't even know about the Wii U until Dude, the, the Switch came out. Sold and less. people made fun the of the Vita Wii U. The Vita sold more than the Wii U. The Vita? <laughs> yeah, that's how unpopular the Wii U is. Oh, man. And they're just porting everything from the Wii U to the Switch. So it's the taking Switch them forever. Is... I've been waiting forever for Pikmin 3 to come out. Yeah. On Switch. And, well, they announced just it. Just now. Yeah. Next month coming out. Yeah. October 30th. So I'm actually a little jealous because me, my gaming uh, origin story, if you will, uh wasn't quite as uh you know from the beginning the nes and whatnot actually my first full console was a ps2 mm-hmm. now i guess if you could count a pc as a gaming console you can count right? that. i played pc games too so that's kind of what introduced me to gaming i you know i started out with uh pc the old uh the old like 1990s pc uh the fat monitor mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of tan it looked like it was faded white <laughs> or maybe it was faded white from the 80s i don't know 
but we, basically uh i would play what is it like asteroids uh pinball <laughs> oh, yeah. centipede. Uh, centipede like all those weird pc games that just kind of came out now they're like mobile games they're, mobile games are even better than those nowadays oh, but, yeah. Um, so I started out with that, and they just have tons of ads crammed into them. Now. Yeah, and I, so maybe they're not better. And of course, with like school and stuff, and I was partially homeschooled, so mm-hmm. I did a lot of learning on PC. Uh, as far as like, remember those games where you you had to like type fast, like you Mavis type the speaking. word, yeah, <laughs> maybe speaking typing, yeah, yeah typing tutorial. Yeah, whatever. this one was like I don't even remember what it's called, but uh, junk would fall. Like some rats to at the top. The words. No, rats were like at the top. It was like inside this uh, mansion, and these rats would throw junk off the big balcony, off the top balconies, and it would fall down. And each piece of junk would have a word on it, and you had to type the <laughs> word. And if you didn't type it fast enough, it would pile up, right? And if it piled up all the way to the top, you would lose. So it taught you how to type fast. So of course, I did some of those learning ones. And uh, what's the famous one? Oregon Trail. You know. I'm gonna title this episode "Mavis Beacon's Typing <laughs> Teacher." <laughs> no, it's just not copyright, is it? I'm just that's uh, the title of the episode. So we're talking about. Okay, this perfect. Uh, so, so you know, I started out with those, and then the Game Boy came out. Oh, I okay, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I mentioned that I played like oh all these different consoles growing up. And, like, I skipped Super Nintendo mm-hmm. because I was, like, it was, that was already out, like, when I was playing NES. I was yeah. playing an older system, not knowing it was old. Yeah. That's what's funny. It's going from the NES to, to the, the N64. NES. I don't remember the leap. Yeah. I think I was too young. Because everybody always talks about, like, oh, well, the, the, 3D. Leap, the leap into 3D was crazy. But, like, growing up, I played 3D games on my computer. Yeah, that's Anyway, what, yeah. like, yeah. so I never really... It was like I started playing 3D games. And, and didn't, the, arcade, and the didn't arcades have 3D yeah, games? Yeah, arcades had 3D games too. So I wasn't like, I'm not old enough to even know what it was like to go from 2D to 3D. Yeah. Even though I played the NES and then I played like Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 on my computer, mm-hmm. which is yeah. a 3D shooter. Yeah. Which is amazing. Doom. I remember playing Yeah, I, I played, I didn't play Doom, but I played Dark Forces, which is a Doom okay. clone. Yeah. Star yeah. Wars. But um, yeah, besides all those systems, I was Boy. obsessed with. The I had a fat Game Boy. Yeah, the gray it, one? Yeah, I don't think it worked very well because I had it for a bit. It was my dad's. And then I remember my grandpa, I think, got me a Game Boy Pocket. Oh, wow. It was like the mini Is that version. Is what they called it? Yeah. It, so like, I had the Game Boy Color. Uh, okay, so they had the big fatty Game Boy. And then they also had the Game Boy Pocket, which was basically a Game Boy Color form factor. Oh, wow. Here it is. Too bad the audience can't see the screen. They can okay. uh, Google Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it looked like. Okay, it looked like a Game Boy Color. Yeah, but it was it wasn't it was just black and white. Yeah, I don't think the Game Boy Color had that sharp yeah. edge though. Maybe I never had a Game Boy Color, but I had a Game Boy Advance, like the first one. <laughs> okay, and a Game Boy SP, and I played Game Boy Color games. SP was out. the pinnacle. Yeah, honestly, it was Game I Boy Color. I never had. There was the frontlit SP. I don't think I had that. And then that was the most common one. Okay. It had. It looks like a backlight, but it's not. It has a light in front of it. That's what I. Yeah, I did yeah. have that. Yeah. But then there was also a backlit one. Oh. Nobody. I'd never seen one, and apparently it looks amazing. And I yeah. wish I had had that one. I didn't have that one. No. But I, um, I had a nice red flip. You know, the it flipped open. It was so cool. Yeah. And it looked sleek. And yeah, but game. One. But Game Boy was kind of my first big introduction to. Yeah. I guess that that would be handheld gaming. But I've always, yeah, I've always been obsessed with. 
handheld game. Yeah, handheld Even games. Even now with Switch, it's still... Exactly. Play. I think that's what the Switch has done so well, is the nostal- bringing back that nostalgic of handheld games that's from what, the 90s. It's frustrating to me, though, that they don't have a virtual console yeah. of Game Boy games, DS games. Yeah. It has a touchscreen. You could play DS games on it. Yeah. You know? They could make true. it work. I don't know. It's like there's so much opportunity to put old games on the Switch, and they just like... We'll get over. We'll go over that later too. Yeah, <laughs> some of the new Mario games coming out. You just out need on to Switch. hire more people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Game Boy. You know, so I basically started with PC and then Game Boy, and eventually I got my first PS2. Now, obviously, before the PS2, I would go to friends' houses that had mm-hmm. uh, Dreamcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sega Saturn. Uh, they had. I did have. I went to like a. Uh, I went on this trip to the mountains and it was at someone else's cabin and they had just an NES in the attic somewhere and and we would go up there and play it in yeah. the, you know in the attic. So that's where I found out about NES even you know that yeah. it actually existed. I thought that was from the 50s, you know. I thought <laughs> I thought NES was like ancient cuz after playing a PS2 or something you know yeah. you, you play one of those it feels ancient. But you know uh, so I played those older consoles but I never actually owned one my first one that i personally owned with the christmas money uh it was either christmas money or a gift or something i can't quite remember but it was ps2 uh and quickly within literally within that first year of owning a ps2 uh, uh something called the uh microsoft's gaming console the xbox came out you're so stupid <laughs> i know I'm stupid. so my so the xbox came out and i was like what is this thing so i actually sold my ps2 for an xbox pretty early on uh, and then from then on, I had... I mean, you, you know, didn't do it for the Xbox, you did it for Halo. I did for Halo, Let's on, honestly. <laughs> but I had some nerdy PC friends that were yeah. like, the Xbox is better in every way. And, yeah. You know, the, the power and the pixels. And uh, and then they and the graphics. It, yeah. The graphics were better, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, the PS2 was the weakest by far. Yeah, PS2 was... Yeah. You get the cool DVD player. Uh, it was a DVD player, right? Blue. Yeah, no, I remember... Not even Blu-ray, it was DVD. I remember specifically playing Return of the King... Oh, I love on a game. PS2, and a friend of mine came over, and we were playing it on PS2, and he had it on GameCube. Yeah. And he was like, why does this look so muddy? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? It looks great. What are is you talking GameCube about? Is GameCube better than PS2? Yeah, GameCube's more powerful than PS2, what? yeah. I know, that's what's weird. Wow, like, the rhetoric was Nintendo is always the lesser console, right? It didn't used to be. Like, the N64 is theoretically more power is a lot more powerful than the PS1. No. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. a 64-bit system, and the but PS1 has was... CDs. It has... Well, yeah, it had the benefit of having... Well, the one reason why the N64 failed that's harder to see now is that the cartridges were really expensive. Expensive. So 60 bucks a cartridge. Expensive. And it also just had less games. Like, Nintendo... No, six, the, wait, was it 60 bucks to actually make a cartridge, It was right? like 80 bucks or something. 80 bucks, actually. Yeah. So they sold it at a loss. Well, no, I mean 80 bucks to buy the game. Buy the game. Yeah. But wasn't there... Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Like, a CD was 5 bucks. It to, might not have been that much. It might have been 50 or 60. Yeah. But when adjusted for inflation, it's more. Yeah. Whereas some PS1 games were 30 or 40 bucks, depending on the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but that was like an anomaly of cheap games. Usually games have gotten... Are actually cheaper now than they ever have been. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, the PS2 on, going back, the PS2 on, I pretty much had every console. I didn't buy the PS3 because my, you know, know, host here, Matt, uh, had a PS3, so I didn't didn't really, and I didn't really care about, uh, what was it, Little Little Big Planet? Planet. Yeah, but Xbox. You played every. You played every good played PS3 every game. Good, yeah, yeah. On PS4. I played the Uncharted. The Uncharted trilogy, yeah. Last of Us. I did not play. Uh, what was? 
uh, Sucker Punches game. Uh, infamous. Infamous. Those I need to re-release, and Resistance needs a re-release. I do. I need. I want to play Inf- Infamous because yeah, they're great. I never, I never played them. So I have them over there. Okay, maybe yeah. I should buy them. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's kind of the background. I didn't need. I didn't feel the need to own a PS3, and I and I remember playing into the console wars a little bit, even as a everybody teenager. did. It was way. Let's people don't remember that it was, the console wars was way more. Like hostile. Than it was very hostile. Now, I mean, it's still hostile. Now. It's still hostile, but it's not as uh, widespread because you get the next generation uh, coming out after us. Like whatever, whatever. It's because there was more exclusives then. I feel like that might. That's not it. true either, though. There's but tons PS4, of PS4 exclusives because Xbox, yeah. Xbox lost uh-huh. all their exclusivity. I remember Splinter Cell being exclusive. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mass Effect was exclusive. Oh yeah, the first they, one was for a while. Uh, Elder Scrolls used to just be. Uh, Xbox, you know, or at least Microsoft. Maybe they had PC. Morrowind, yeah. Morrowind was exclusive. But then Oblivion just came out first on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, yeah, first, but then first, and it was more powerful, and it ran better, right? Yeah, Uh, it wasn't that it was more powerful, it was was optimized better on Xbox. So it ran better, but it's like... Same with Skyrim. Skyrim was a train wreck on PS3 for like two years. Yeah, so... You couldn't play past the 40-hour mark, basically. Yeah, so yeah, it was definitely hostile back then. I remember thinking Xbox is the best console, you're a loser if you don't play Xbox. (laughs) Uh, That's just because I had some, you know, hardcore PC friends that... (laughs) And we would go to those cafes, like gaming cafes, PC, (laughs) and we'd play Howie's Game Shack. Counter-Strike, and uh, yeah, we just... You know. Counter-Strike is still good. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, gaming cafes. Yeah. That could be a whole episode on its own. <laughs> I never went to that many. I remember me and my me and my friend Pierce and my brother Michael would go to this place called Howie's Game Shack in, like, Forest. Oh. It was in a mall called the Kaleidoscope. Huh. And they would just have, like, all these computers set up. And back in the day, you would be able to actually, like, play with all the people there and, like, play yeah. Battlefield yeah. 2 a, or in whatever. A, in a server. Yeah, whatever. and play with all these people in the room. But when we went there, this was, like, 10 years ago, everybody was just playing League. Oh, yeah. Or, like, uh, so, it's all so we ended up just messing around on Geary's Mod for, like, okay. hours just making weird crap. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to touch on as far as no, intros? I mean, or I mean, we're kind of platform agnostic, agnostic now. now. Yeah, <laughs> no, we have all three, both I, of us. I literally, yeah, I have a PS4, uh, an Xbox One S, and a Switch. Yeah. Uh, I do have Steam and, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Epic, Epic Game Store? Epic Game Store. <laughs> I have those, and I do download games from there, but I, I just have a Mac, so I can't really run them. I think... <clears throat> Into the Breach is free on the Epic Game Store this week. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe it was last week or next week. I can't remember. Hmm. I've been playing that game on Switch lately. It's really good. Nice, nice. We can go over that now. What I've been... Well, so, to start the show, we could say, um, you know, go over what we've been playing this week. And for me, I've been playing mostly Ghost of Tsushima, which is Mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. I don't really have much negative to say about it, except for I don't... So, like, I like it. A lot, but it has the Witcher 3 problem for me, Uh-oh. where there's just too much. <laughs> there's just too much to do in the open world. But I, it's all good. Like, everything in the open world is pretty good. It's... My only... It's just like, I, I don't know. It's just... You're playing it, and so far I like everything about the open world. I like how the fog of war is just... It just covers everything. Yeah. And you can't just... Like, in Far Cry and, like... You can't just go to a tower You can't just go unlock, to, like, the... Yeah. Three, four towers, you're good. Yeah. Like in Horizon, you could just zero dawn. clear. Yeah, in Horizon Zero Dawn, you can just clear the whole map of fog. In easy, like four yeah. towers, it's easy. Yeah, and then but I like the way they did it. The way they did one. it, though, yeah, you do an outpost and it like clears that little section. Little section. 
or you could just run around and explore everything and open it up. But like the map is huge. It's crazy. Did, well, so did you know if you liberate the entire map, it uh, it it yeah. gets rid of all the fog. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, when you liberate an area, it gets rid of that little area's fog. But and it but even it if you have little pieces that are still left over, you can if you just go to the direct outpost and liberate, oh, okay. it gets rid of everything. Okay. Yeah, so you can clears up everything. But the map itself is huge. Like oh yeah, three areas. But it, like it's beautiful. Oh, like yeah. it's great. Like it's funny to me that it has that black and white mode. Oh man, because it does a disservice to how yeah. beautiful the game is. I, like, I turn it on for about ten minutes. Yeah, like, then... like, the use of color is so amazing. Yeah, like with the flowers and the the everything. It, so, it looks incredible. When you have the Witcher Three problem where. You are running to do one quest, but then another quest pops up, and you're like, do I do this? And you kind of follow them. Well, no, it's like it comes to be a problem when you have the mindset of, I want to do all the side stuff before I do the main thing. Yeah. that's If I did that, I, it would take me 60 hours to beat the game. Yeah, it took me you know, about 60. Like, yeah, and that's how long it takes <laughs> I, to platinum it, basically, but it's like... I ended up actually doing that. Now, this is, I'm, this is abnormal for me. I normally do not care about doing all the side missions and all the... Well, they're know, not hard. That's a thing. They're not hard. They're yeah. quick. I think what it does right, and actually I think what it does better than The Witcher 3, is in The Witcher 3, you can do a side quest, and it had a cool you know, side story arc or character development. It had those things going for it. But as far as gameplay, it wouldn't change much. No. Now, in Ghost of Tsushima, uh, it literally, you can, every side mission you do add some kind of upgrade to mm-hmm. your fighting style or point. It gives you something to put towards your different stances yeah so and even so even those uh those uh bamboo strikes i like yeah i like how they have i call those like mini mini missions or (laughs) mini side missions right it just it's all it does is it just improves different parts of your like your stamina or your uh health or your what was the other one uh one of those so yeah it it that everything a, mattered. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. To like, make a quick tangent with what yeah. you're saying is that that's what I despise. I mean, I like the game overall, but I hated about Jedi Fallen Order uh, was that all the extra stuff was just like ponchos. Yeah, that was <laughs> it was so yeah. dumb. It was infuriating. It was like, oh, you like open the map as this big 3D map, and, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna explore every little thing and get everything, and then you like get a little extra thing, and it's just like a poncho or a ship skin. What there wasn't even like data pads or anything, right? I don't remember. I can't like remember. I was gonna, I was, I liked that game a lot playing it. It didn't encourage you to explore. No, like in the first yeah. two hours, like, oh, this is a game. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna do all yeah. the side stuff, and then you start doing the side stuff, and you just get. Weapon, you get ponchos and yeah, ship skins. And all and the ponchos like, look the same. I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm not going to do any of the side stuff now. Yeah. Which is frustrating because, like, I love that formula, like Metroid Prime. Yeah. Where it has the exact same, like, 3D yeah. map. Oh, yeah. The audience can't see me doing the hand gesture of yeah. how a 3D map looks. <laughs> where it's like you can zoom in around and all of, like, the, the three dimensional map, not a 2D map. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like in Metroid Prime, you go and explore and you get like extra missile capacity and yeah. extra health and everything. And it's I'm like, sure with the second one they'll do that because that was a huge complaint. Yeah, I feel like they probably like rushed it for holiday last year. Yeah, yeah. and it's still a great game. Obviously, we're yeah, talking it was about super buggy on. It wasn't buggy for me on the One X, but apparently on base PS4 and Xbox One, it was like, like it kind of like had frame rate issues and. Yeah, we're comparing yeah. golds to platinums. Like yeah, they're yeah. they're. They're all old games. Yeah, and they're top tier games. Like these are these are top tier games. Yeah. Uh, so, but with Ghost of Tsushima, I agree with you. Yeah, it can I'm not get that over. Far. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in Act Two. I will say yeah. it pays off 
to actually do all the the side missions. I've heard the final boss is really hard. Yes, that's all I know. So, <laughs> so that's why I'm still trying to do all you the need stuff. To, you need to get all. I would get. I would do all the mythic quests. Those are essential because yeah, it I've gives you gives you moves. It gives yeah. you certain moves that you need. Yeah. For the last couple missions, uh, and then. I would do. I would do at least the the side quests that have a little face on them. Oh, you, the people, you notice yeah. that there's yeah. like like, there's like Sako's quest. Yeah, and, it says yeah. one out of nine and whatnot. Yeah. Those are important because yeah. those are story building and they're really cool and they give yeah. you they give you cool things. So, what? So that's what you've been playing. I've also been playing Diablo three on Switch. Oh, that's a retro. <laughs> though, I thought that's. It came out in twenty twelve on PC, but it, I mean it came out on Switch like two on years Switch? ago. And it's I am not. Does it run well? It runs at sixty frames. What? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It runs really well. A switch. Game. It was on sale for thirty dollars on sun up until Sunday, yeah. and I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy it. I was like watching videos about it. I was so hyped. Monday, I come home from work and it was back to full price, and I was like, whatever, <laughs> I'm still buying it. <laughs> I just bought it anyway. Yeah. And it's really fun. I'm not. It's like a really slow grind at first because I'm playing the campaign. Okay. They let I'm you skip right the now, campaign if you want to. See, I didn't even know. It's there was cool because it like it follows yeah, exactly. like they the let you skip the campaign if seasonal you want to, stuff like, that the other versions are doing. Oh wow! Okay. It's not like it's some old version they just yeah. threw on the Switch. Like it's they're okay. on the season twenty one that is everything else is on. Is it connected online? No. It's, okay. It's still it's not crossplay, but it follows all the same like seasonal updates that all the other versions have. PS4. But I mean, can you play online? You can play online, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So you can't I haven't play. done that yet. I'm just playing solo. Because it gives you AI companions in the campaign. Yeah. So, like, I don't really have... I mean, it also lets you matchmake. But I haven't done it yet, so... See, I've but never yeah, played, played a, playing. a Diablo. I've only played, like, five hours. It's just, like, you know... What do you think it would be? Okay. Finding loot. Yeah. It's and, I haven't, it's, and it's starting out. It's like when you play Destiny and you're just finding gray stuff everywhere. That's yeah. basically where I'm at right now, so... Okay. Speaking of Destiny... <laughs> that's, that's where I was segueing. That's actually a great segue, because I've... Literally, in this, I know this sounds lame, but I am still kind of addicted to Destiny 2. Uh, now, I took a long break in between. We didn't even talk about this, but The Last of Us came out this summer, too. Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, I took, and also Animal Crossing, I took a huge break from about, you know, April till now. Break from uh, Destiny. The break from Destiny. I didn't play Destiny 2. And then... I recently got back in because they have this solstice event going on. It's like a three or four week event where you actually earn this in-game armor through it. And I wish they did this more in games, but you get a piece of armor or you get like a, an armor set mm-hmm. and it's blue, right? It's the lower tier set. So you get that set and then they're on each piece of armor. It will say a certain, a little checklist to do. Uh, and that could be this, it, and it's all just play the game basically. Yeah. But it's just a little checklist of get this many kills, get this many grenade kills, do these many, this many strikes, uh, and then you'll basically fill out that checklist, and then you'll go. It's, it's like meditate at this altar, right, in, in the game, uh-huh. uh, and then it it grants you the next tier of, and it gives you a full set of purple, right. So then you get your purple set. This might be getting into the weeds a little bit, but the whole point of what I'm getting yeah, at, I'm gonna, with cut, des- I'm gonna cut all this out. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just muted me, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, but basically, what I'm getting at is I'm uh, addicted back to Destiny 2. It, it, it's coming it to, does a really good job. You uh, know, all the DLC up until now is coming in Game Pass. In that blows my mind. It's coming in Game Pass in a week. No. Yeah. All the DLC. I thought it was going to be November. Well, all the DLC available now, like Shadowfall and all that, it's coming in a week or two, yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to re download on, on Xbox yeah. and play with you, right? And then Yeah, we could play. And then, But I mean,. 
I'm not gonna get really into it until the the new yeah. Thing comes and out. honestly, I could show you the the main things. Yeah. But what okay, so what Destiny does really well, and I always commend them for this, and and I and I've you know I run with their banner like I am the Destiny guy. <laughs> uh, they do a good job of bringing people together. They do a good job of bringing gamers together in an easy, fluid way to where you can... Where you can scream at each other scream at each while you try to beat a raid. <laughs> exactly. You can get pissed off and not and not be friends anymore. No, but uh, it's just like the way that you team up in that game and accomplish tasks, It it's so streamlined. It, like mm-hmm. I can jump in with Matt, and he's way lower level than me, but... It, guess, didn't, it didn't used to be that streamlined. It didn't used yeah. to be the streamlined, but now it's like... Now it's... Uh, you know, if you're a hundred levels over uh, the activity level, uh, you actually it only affects like maybe the first thirty levels actually matter, and after that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Meaning, you know, it's not like I'm going to start destroying enemies. It's I'm only going to be about twenty, thirty levels ahead of them, right? Yeah. So, and you could be down at the enemy level, and we could still have a fun time. We basically kill enemies at a very similar rate. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. I might have better gear and whatnot, but. It's not like the old days of Destiny where you, if you were low level, you just couldn't do you it. You couldn't you do it, yeah. Out. Yeah, so, and obviously there's end game activities. So anyways, the addiction, the Destiny Addiction's back and in full swing. I have been doing uh, a lot more, uh, I've kind of committed this year to actually beating games, like actually rolling credits on games, yeah, been... which we can talk about on a, probably a different episode. Yeah, uh, I have a whole list of games I've actually rolled credits on that I'm excited about. And the most recent one uh, was obviously Ghost of Tsushima. I roll credits on that. But the one I'm actually starting now is another PS4 exclusive, which is called Concrete Genie. A small, I think it's Is it indie? short? Is it a short game It's or only no? a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's only supposed to be five or six hours at the most Did if you, you do it? everything. You didn't finish it yet? No, I only played the first two two hours-ish. Yeah. Um, is that good? Oh, yeah. It's really, it's really good. It's hard to go from... Literally my game of the year to what? any game. Go to Shima. Oh, okay. Oh, that's your game that you like that more than Last of Us? Yes. Oh, wow. And that's I'll, crazy. And I'll tell you why. It's more of a, it's a game. game. It's a game. Hon- well, honestly, that's the, the Last thing. of Us 2 was an experience. The thing it was is, a beautiful experience. Last of it, Us 2 feels more gamey than the first one. It does. It, it yeah, does. That's what's weird. It's like It does. And I'm a huge stealth action guy. You know that. I love Splinter Cell. I got sick Cell. of the stealth by the end. The whole last... Well, I won't spoil Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. The whole last level of Last of Us Part, just, part 2, I was just over it. <laughs> like, through. I'm over the stealth. Yeah, yeah. They do stealth really well mm-hmm. in The Last of Us Part 2, where you can go in and yeah, out you, of stealth. You can like, build a silencer and everything. Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's you can lay on the grass like... Metal oh gear. yeah, it's I like, but I love ridiculous. the I love that fact that you can just engage and I guess disengage. Yeah, you can disengage easily. Yeah, I love that. Like, because that, that's in real life, you can lose people. I tried doing. I replayed Last of Us one recently. Yeah, like after I beat the second one. And I tried doing that a couple times where you disengage from the enemy, yeah. and it glitches the game out. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like there was one part where I ran away from the enemy and I hid, and three of the enemies got caught in this infinite stair loop and they were running <laughs> up and down the stairs over and over and over again Those are my and then it kept movies. monster closet spawning like oh yeah infinitely guys through the window yeah and i was like i'm just draining all my ammo here and so you ha- like like older games like they weren't designed, designed for you just to do whatever you want it's yeah. like move at a certain pace it's like when the old call of duty games yeah you had to keep moving forward or just keep spawning, spawning enemies guys on you. forever yeah, it, yeah and it's, it's those are cool whereas like ghost mechanics. has the standoff mechanic thing super cool yeah, and it's cool because if there is just a group of five guys and you kill all of them in the standoff, that's it. You yeah. killed everybody in the thing. It's, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Game, Whereas so an older game would just have enemies that spawned after just, anyway. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah I'm excited for that direction that the gaming industry is going. Is yeah. it's more uh, choice, player choice. You can do what you want, kind of when you want. Mm-hmm. You know, within certain parameters, but they're not as constrictive. I that guess. used to just be an open world games, and now I'm, I want there to be just less open world games and just have more games like that where you just do what you want like in last of us yeah, yeah it's like a linear game but it's really open in a weird way yeah like the first one was but yeah. so going back to concrete genie <laughs> see oh, yeah. that's that's the problem <laughs> that's kind of actually that's a perfect example of uh, or description of concrete genie it's a really good game by i think an indie developer i think there yeah. is small a small uh, developer but Either way, it's an incredible achievement. But again, mm. after playing The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima yeah. and Animal Crossing, it's it's hard to get into a game like that. Um, it is completely different. There's no, it's not like shooting or killing or anything. It's it's all about uh, re, uh, basically bringing color back to this world that got overrun. It's by Pixelopus. Pixelopus, okay. They're a Sony developer, first-party developer. Mm. They also made Entwined. So, so obviously they're small because yeah. no one's heard of Entwined. Uh, <laughs> and Pixel Lopus, never heard of them, uh, except for because I'm playing their game right now. But again, it's I would I honestly, if you're in the mood for just a relaxing, uh, laid-back uh, game where you're not actually killing anyone, you know, you're not mm. you're not you're just bringing color back to the world. Uh, I think it would be better in VR. It is a VR compatible oh, game, oh. and it's all about painting. Like you can paint whatever you want yeah. uh, uh, with the tools that they give you. And of course, they use the stupid touchpad, and <laughs> I turned that off right away and just switched it to the right stick. But yeah, it's a cool game. It's a cool game. I I'd suggest it to anyone that you yeah. know is 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 looking for something uh, less like you know like. The Last of Us, you know, yeah, it's like no, super Last dark of it, I, I, heavy. It's a common theme I've heard of people just like you need it. some kind of palate cleanser. Yeah, after Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, for most people, I think it was Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, for me, I went back and replayed all three Halo games. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that was like the perfect. I was like in a weird funk after I beat Last of Us Part Two. It's just like yeah. depressed. It's just like this I'll, game was just yeah. miserable. And that's the yeah, and that that's the beauty of Halo. I guess it's nostalgic. Yeah, that game is just epic. Like just. It's just like the big, emotion epic. of epic all the time. Yeah, like, just, it, the emotion of pretty epic. much like just. And well, you feel like a super. Too. You feel yeah. like a superhuman. Yeah, you like walk around and like especially in Halo Three, all the Marines are like, "Oh my God, it's Master Chief!" They treat you like a superhero. <laughs> the Last of Us punishes you uh, yeah. <laughs> for existing in that world. It and literally, then, like Halo is like a fantasy. Yeah, you know, the power fantasy. Power fantasy. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Destiny. So, yeah. anyways, that's what I've been playing. All right, we can get into the... I have a segment on here. We can keep doing this, but I think this will just be a temporary segment on certain weeks that it's relevant. And this segment is sort of what has come what has come to Game Pass Ooh. recently on Xbox. And as of today, September 3rd, uh, they just added Resident Evil 7. That blows my mind. Uh, what, how, does he, how do you say that? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Luna Nights. <laughs> I'll just remove the first word. Two who Luna Nights. I don't know how to say. It. I don't know what that is. And then they also added Jackbox. Jack, yeah, Jackbox Party Pack Four. I'm excited okay. to play that. And then on PC, you can get Crusader Kings Three. Yeah, and here's the thing. That's a with, new game, Crusader Kings Three. Is it really? Yeah. See, here's the thing. Game Pass. You've probably heard it on other podcasts, gaming podcasts, or just gaming in general. Game Pass is the best deal in games, hands down. Yeah, I have my brother lent me Resident Evil Seven. 
Yeah. But I'll probably play the Xbox one because it has a one X patch oh, and runs yeah. at sixty frames. So yeah. I'll probably just that's even more scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I never played seven. Okay, so you lent it to you and you didn't play it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like I haven't played Red Dead Redemption one. Oh yeah, I lent you that. I forgot about that. You lent me that. Okay. Uh, Um, And then also new for the month of September, out today or out out Tuesday, uh, for PlayStation Plus is uh, Street Fighter Five and PUBG is on PS4. Interesting. I don't know if I'll. So Street Fighter Street Fighter Five. I kind of want to play Street Fighter Five. I downloaded it. You did. I I (laughs) got it and I downloaded it because it is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it is. Did you know that? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Weird. <laughs> Wasn't that an arcade game? Yeah. And then it was a Nintendo game. Yeah. And then it, it was, was everywhere. It was on everything. And then now Xbox. It's, yeah. yeah. What happened? So it's just a, that's just another example of PlayStation. PlayStation Four exclusive. It. <laughs> it's like you go on the Microsoft Store and you're like, oh, what games can I get on my Xbox? Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. Wasteland Three. Yeah. That's about no, it. Here, that's the Xbox problem right now. Is I've, you know, been gaming with PS4, like, hardcore gaming with PS4 this whole generation, and, uh, you know, I did most of my gaming on PS4, then when I got my Xbox, Mm -hmm. I had that problem of, when I went to go look at the Microsoft Store, it was the same games I've been seeing for years. (laughs) There's... All the 360 games? All those are cool. Those are actually, (laughs) those are the ones I'm actually getting. Yeah. It's not the games that are also on PS4, because... I had that problem where PS4, yeah, I already saw those games. Those games mm-hmm. have already been on sale for years on the PS4. Uh, you know, they've had sales, and I could have gotten them back then. You know, when I got when I started playing on Xbox a lot, I didn't feel the need to get them. So that's the problem Xbox has right now is that exclusive. We could get into that on a different episode yeah. too, but exclusivity. It's just yeah. bad. Yeah. It, it's bad, but also they are the gamer focused. The you know. The gamer focused system. They're doing the most stuff that's that pro feels gamer. like pro consumer. Pro consumer, yeah. pro uh, agnostic. And there's like you know. the theory, you know, that they're only doing it because they're behind in the yeah the console war. But they might. But whatever. I yeah. Mean, but I mean, Sony's never Sony's never been pro consumer, so yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly, not, it's yeah. not like it helps you. Yeah. In any way. But being able just... to X Cloud, I think, will change the game here. So if X... it comes on iPhone, <laughs> dude, that's another topic. <laughs> Half all... of the phones in the world oh, that God. people can't play on. Uh, well, game so Game Pass and X Cloud at their core is the selling point yeah. for Xbox. Any Xbox, yeah. Xbox One, even you could get a cheap Xbox One. Like X Cloud, for anybody who doesn't know, is just the streaming service Correct. for Xbox. Yeah. It's it's Netflix for games. Yeah, and, basically. Uh, and you Stadia. don't. You, yeah, but it's better because <laughs> you better. don't buy the games. You because Stadia, you still have to buy the games. Well, apparently, you don't have to have the subscription. But yeah, you, you have to pay. You have to buy them. You have you to have pay to, them. You have yeah. to buy the game. Yeah. Why would I do that? To stream it. Yeah, to pay full why price. Why would I? Yeah, why would I pay full I price? I thought to you stream. had to pay a yearly fee and buy them, but apparently you don't. Apparently that's for like the starter founder pack or some special thing. Or no, it's for like 4K. I think I don't know. Google Stadia. What, it's confusing. Mess. Is gonna fail. It has failed. It already it's, has. It already has failed. And Game Pass is taking it over because Game Pass did it right. Game Pass is a monthly subscription. Even PlayStation Now is more appealing than Stadia. Oh yeah, is. yeah. And that's easy. not even that amazing. That's I know like, you get like two games a yeah. month, or get, but it's still better. <laughs> and they don't put games on release on PlayStation. And now. you get discounts, right? Discounts on yeah. PlayStation uh, Plus. So yeah. I, again. Exclu- I think we're going to have our PlayStation 5s be our exclusive exclusivity console or whatever. And then we'll have Xbox is 
I think I'm going to have it be everything else. I'm going to have it be well, they're my gonna third have, party. The thing is, though, is Microsoft will probably have a lot of good exclusives in two yeah. or three years. Oh, yeah. Because well, they just did that event a couple months ago about oh, man. where they announced like, you know, the new Fable. The Medium, uh, which is launching with it, I believe, yeah. like the launch of the Xbox. Uh, there was Outer it just, Wilds. It just feels like they're so mismanaged now because they're premier flagship game oh, halo man. missed its launch window so it just feels like they're so down in the dumps yeah right that's, now. It's like... and that's it's old news right now we could get into it a little bit but it's a bummer that that happened because that was uh every you know ga- uh, gamer from the early 2000s was super excited <laughs> and it was gonna be free that multiplayer was, it was gonna, gonna be, be free. free it would have been Could've it would have been the best thing for xbox since yeah. halo Combat of all. Yeah, they're just going to kind of stumble out the gate and yeah. pick up their sales next year, hopefully, if <sighs> they can. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. But hey, I'm still going to buy their stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we can go into the games coming out this week. I already said Crusader Kings 3. That's on PC. It's a strategy game. I don't know much about it. Okay. Not really for us. Wasteland 3 is on multi-platform, and it's also on Game, game Pass, Pass already. Now. Yeah. It, Wasteland came 3 out last year, is or the... last week. Isn't that the Fallout? It's the, the it's before Fallout, right? Or I don't think it's related to Fallout. I think it's, but I think I thought it came out and it was another type of Fallout, like it's a kind of that same universe almost. Uh, Wasteland Three. Did it come out before Fallout? Is role playing video game developed by In Exile and published by Deep it's Silver? Twenty twenty. Yeah, anyways... It, this is an RPG. It's yeah, it's, top an R- down. it's an RPG. It is top-down, so it's different than Fallout. But I think it's in, like... it's. I mean, it's obviously in a wasteland. So it, it is that Fallout kind of... What's the name? Yeah, and that's kind of what... From what I've heard of it, is it's... It is... If you like Fallout, you probably would like Wasteland because the story beats and the... Uh, it's just a different gameplay style, so you'd have to get a hold of that. So. Yeah. Um, also, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater comes out Friday... The oh, remaster, one. remaster of one and two, I'm excited to get that eventually. And then, are you gonna buy it when it comes out? Probably not. It comes out tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, how much is it? I don't know. I just bought forty Di- bucks. I think it's forty. I just bought Diablo, so I'll probably play that yeah. first, and then get the Tony Hawk. And then Marvel's Avengers came out a couple days ago, and that has a. <laughs> de- I mean, I haven't. I've seen some of the beta impressions, and they were kind of. They weren't negative, but they were kind of mixed. I feel like people overall are kind of just lukewarm. They're not really like... Oh yeah, it has a 76 Metacritic score right okay. now. 5.8 user score. Honestly, I mean, I might get flack for this, but I'm kind of more of a DC guy. DC Universe, not necessarily Marvel. I, I like the Marvel movies better, but the D, the universe of DC, like the characters and stuff, I think yeah. I like, I, you know tend to lean towards that more probably because of my childhood i was a big batman oh you know, yeah, fan. yeah. Uh, no up. growing up i loved the batman and yeah. superman animated series yes. on wb oh yeah oh what was it uh well the, what was the uh oh smallville uh, i watched <laughs> yeah, every episode show, of smallville yeah. uh but so when this game got announced i um, love the marvel movies and this game looks boring okay good okay so i'm not alone in this one I, yeah i mean that's the problem too is that after it's avengers so End, generic the thing is though is after avengers endgame i'm kind of we're done. I'm we, done. We finished. <laughs> it was like the end. We completed was, our story. It was funny. Like I saw Avengers Endgame. I was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. And I was... You I can't thought, top it. But I, I thought when I saw it, like I'm kind of interested to see what they do after this. Yeah. 
and I had friends like, oh, I don't care anymore. That was it. I'm done with it now. Like, that was the end yeah. of it for me. And I was like, oh, I don't really see that yet. And then I saw Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Okay. Which came out a little bit after it. And I was just okay. like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of done. <laughs> like, it was you, like... You went from uh, end of the universe, yeah, end of the it was multiverse. Like, and it, you know? it was like this, this giant three-hour finale yeah. to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it's beautiful. But then they're like acting like it's still going on. It's like, it feels like it's <sighs> over now. <laughs> yeah, and he's... I mean, spoilers. Uh, I won't get into spoilers. Yeah, I don't have to spoil the Avengers, um, but... Yeah. Everybody can watch it on Disney Plus now, anyway. Yeah, and so, so going back to Marvel's Avengers, it yeah, when they show... It's never showed well, and it to me, it seems generic. Uh, yes, it has. It might have that Destiny problem or that Anthem problem or that Division problem yeah. where it comes out, it's like a game of service, but it stumbles out the start. Oh, Fallout 76, right? Had the same kind of problems. I think it's going to do well, though. It's going to do well because it's Marvel. And, like, every kid is going to play it. Yeah. And it's Whether like, it's a shitty game or not. And it has, like... Gonna... Didn't it have, like, the battle passes for, like, every character or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the exclusivity with uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is just kind of gross and... Uh, it can't... looks boring. Like, I watched Alana Pierce play a little bo- bit of the beta, and it was just... It looks... It, I don't know. Yeah, it looks boring, and it, it just looks like care. a button masher. Yeah. It, the thing it looked that... like Anthem to me. Yeah, like it just looked like a <laughs> at least Anthem had Destiny abilities, clone. and that's the thing with Destiny. All uh, these games just try to mimic Destiny, Destiny without actually yeah. being fun to play. Exactly, just, you need to have that core. Yeah. And I don't even play. I haven't played Destiny in years, but that game like plays it's so much better. Fun, yeah. yeah it, the mechanics in the game, just the base shooting. game shooting, and 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 loop of that game is fun. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing with Destiny is you have kind of this fantastical universe where it's like uh everything's new like there's it's 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 still earth and it's still our universe but everything's cool and new and exciting mm-hmm. with marvel uh and you make your character that i think that's the main point is like you make your character this is your guardian in destiny right yeah. so you get to grow him and, and dress them up however or you in want. any of those games even like and, fallout and stuff. fallout too yeah the problem with marvel for me is you're kind of pigeonholed when you have these characters, these five characters, you have Thor or whatever, you know, Spider-Man, you have these, each of these characters and they're kind of set in their moveset because of the comic books, right? Like you can't just make up yeah. new, you can't make Thor do new things except it has to be within that scope of his moves. I mean, they can kind of bend the rules a little bit, I guess. But, a little bit. But yeah, you're right. It's, it feels like, it honestly just feels like you said, like just generic, the game. boxed in and just limited. It feels limited. Yeah. And it frustrates me more than anything, actually. And it, it frustrated me when they announced it because it, they said it was a games of service game uh, by Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. And like they made the Tomb Raider 2013 yeah, and then really Rise cool. of the Tomb Raider. I love both of those games. Really cool story games. And like their follow up to those really fun open world exploration games. Yeah. Is but the story. games as service. Yeah. It's just like it's like Bioware. Yeah. Like they went from these really tight, awesome RPGs to. In-depth stories and cutscenes. I mean, I guess they are making a new Dragon Age game, so they're probably Bioware's probably redeeming themselves. So maybe re- Crystal Dynamics will make. A and real I hope Bethesda redeems themselves. Maybe Crystal well. Dynamics will make a real game. Yeah, <laughs> after that's this gonna get some flag. Uh, Crystal, no Bethesda too. Like Starfield could be the greatest game I've ever seen. But yeah, like it could be the next Skyrim. It could. Bethesda's only. They were good because during that like 2006 to 2011 vacuum, they were the only ones making those amazing those games. Huge, yeah. yeah, and now everyone's doing it. Now everyone's Horizon. Doing it. And there's just and some, they're kind there's of doing there's it too better. many. There's too like Ghost of Tsushima. 
is better than yeah. Skyrim. They're like, honestly, as far as open world and yeah, they're doing it. The games are doing it, or developers are doing it better than Bethesda. Yeah. Bethesda needs to update their engine. Uh, but yeah, they haven't released really a real game. In yeah, with Crystal Dynamics and, and four or five years and uh, Marvel's Avengers, it's. Again, it's just generic. Uh, I would call it shovelware at this point. Just, just now we're just being unnecessary. That's harsh. super mean. I, here, okay, I already. I, you don't need to say that because I already said it wasn't a real game. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, okay. Here's what disappoints me: is Spider Man, Marvel's Spider Man, came out what 2018? Uh, Was it? Oh, the game. Yeah, the game. Insomniac's game. Yeah, Insomniac's game. Marvel yeah. Spider Man. Uh, was incredible. Yeah, that amazing. game is an open world. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's not uh, games as a service. It's a big Crystal epic Dynamics story. Could have made a co-op tight. A t- yeah, it could have been Avengers like game. yeah, it could have been like Marvel Spider Man, but yeah. just co-op. You know, yeah. you could have people join yeah. in or not. You know, but yeah, and that's what kind of disappoints me. It's hard to go off the back of this beautiful Spider Man game where the movement, and the mechanics felt amazing. How are you gonna? <laughs> mimic that with spider-man next year when they release it on ps4 how are you gonna mimic that i just it's, know it's gonna fall short i don't know anything about the avengers game beyond like service level okay but i just know it, i just have this image in my head of all right i'm gonna play as generic marvel characters completing destiny style bounties in this <laughs> boring vacuum of a world like i just picture I like vanilla destiny with marvel characters is what i'm picturing honestly <laughs> i picture the really same that, that says something if we both pictured the same thing without talking to each other <laughs> it could be it. the like an amazing game but it's like, i have no interest in it really yeah so i did the cutscenes did look good though cutscenes look cool i didn't even see the cutscenes. okay so there was when they revealed it last year i think there was like a whole they did a whole couple oh of i did see the trailer yeah yeah those looked cool you know yeah. Uh, Nolan North, I think, and yeah. uh, Troy Baker just throwing. Is names Troy Baker out. in it? He could be. I don't know. He's in <laughs> he Thor. He's everything. He's in everything. He's in. Everything. That's what's crazy about a uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. It didn't have any. It didn't oh, have big names. <laughs> the staples in it. Who played Arthur Morgan or whatever? I forget his name. Just some no name. There's a couple. Like, Ghost of Tsushima is like that too. It's nice having a game. Oh yeah. That doesn't have. Troy Baker. Yeah. They didn't have Troy Baker play some Japanese <laughs> I know. Well, that that was that was cool about Ghost of Tsushima is they actually had uh, Japanese actors. Japanese actors, yeah. yeah, and actresses. And that's really cool. Yeah. That's cool they did that because they didn't have to, but yeah. they went out of their way to do it. And they, uh, they what did they consult with? Uh, who is that one movie director? Did they have to consult with them or get permission to put Hiroshima, or not Hiroshima mode? What was, what's the mode called? Uh... Kurosawa was dead. Kurosawa. Okay, see, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about. He Japanese made people. like the old like. Um, Kurosawa mode. Yeah, Kurosawa mode. He made. Okay, the, he made the black like, and seven white. samurai. I'm trying to look up the years. He made like seven samurai and all those old. I wonder if they had to get the rights for those things. Probably not. It's uh, just black and white. They yeah. probably consulted like, just I don't know. Yeah. Studios in Japan. <laughs> and those are really cool things, you know, to see games actually going in that direction and actually being representative of culture and people yeah you know and being aware at least being well, funny like the studio in seattle makes this amazing <laughs> right <laughs> like feudal japan it did really well in japan yeah yeah from what i heard it's, yeah. it's done really well it also well. has the people like you can play it with the japanese voices voice actors yeah. and they use like really good renowned japanese actors that's awesome it, like from animes and stuff that people love yeah so. that's really cool i remember my brother was excited about that <laughs> he's playing it in japanese for some reason yeah <laughs> All right, so with that, we can segue into the news. You know what? Since we were talking about the Avengers, I'll just 
talk about this little bit I put in here for the news, which is that the Marvel's, Aven- Marvel's Avengers, that's what it's called, Marvel's Avengers beta was the most downloaded beta in PlayStation history. Wow. So you can take that for what it is. Most downloaded beta in PlayStation history. Okay. Yeah, that's from Push Square. They okay. said... Uh, let me, uh, I, I'm trying to say. I'm trying to run through my head of what other betas there yeah, were. What other betas. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's why I brought it up because it's like okay, Call what? of Duty's had betas, have they? Yeah, I played Call of Duty what whatever Infinite or I feel like know. since it was an independent download. Let's see, is Reams, let's see, this is from Push Square. Um, most downloaded beta to ever grace a PlayStation console with the many many high profile betas that have come and gone over the years. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Um, but yeah, that came that's, sor- that's sourced from uh, uh, Twitter uh, Square Enix's Twitter account. So what that's saying to me is that it's it's Marvel's bigger than Call of Duty, but that's not saying much. No, I mean it's just on PlayStation Two, so it might just be affected by if I don't know. Are betas available for Call of Duty? Like, is it an independent download? Does that even count in there? I don't maybe at the pre pre order. I didn't pre order Infinite. I got the beta, so yeah. I think there's open betas and whatnot. I don't know if they're counting open betas. This wasn't an open beta. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's it was the most downloaded or pre uh, pre purchased beta. I maybe yeah. that's the statistic behind it. I don't know. I'd have to look into yeah, it more. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird one. I mean, it just it speaks to how big a cultural phenomenon Marvel is. And the Avengers specifically, yeah. how big that is, you know. Mm-hmm. Even this game, if this game comes out, uh, was it tomorrow? And if it comes out and it's just awful, it won't matter. Honestly, it's going to be a success. They're, it, they're going to make it a success, right? Yeah. They're going to have be to. Huge. Yeah. They have to. I'll, you know what? I'll end up playing it. It'll come. To, <laughs> here's the thing. It will. You're come, like talking endless crap on the game. It just for looks like it doesn't 10 look minutes like straight. We went on a huge rant about it. <laughs> And you're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to play it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... This is the thing when you're a gaming addict, you end up playing all what people are talking about. So I'll end up playing it if there's enough talk about it. This is the thing it. with Game Pass. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll do- you download this 90-gig game and you play yeah. it for like five hours. Like, okay, I've had my fill. This 90-gig game. Seriously, though. Hit it, my download cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, that's the great thing about Game Pass is you can jump in, jump out. There's no it's strings whatever, attached. Yeah, yeah and... That I wanted to play this beta for Marvel's uh, Avengers, but it wasn't free. You had to, you had to, you had to pre-order the pre-order game. It. That's but actually kind of crazy that it was that high that's, and you had to pre-order yeah. it. So maybe that's where that's that statistic why it's, comes that's from. That's why it's like, big news, really. That is big news. Here's the, the biggest news from today is everything, this is from IGN, top story, everything announced in the Super Mario Bros. 35th Anniversary Direct. Now, there was a rumor earlier this year, you remember, that said that, oh, a bunch of old Mario games are going to come to Switch remastered this year in typical Nintendo... See, I'm (laughs) I'm phrasing this in a fun way because Josh hasn't heard this news yet. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. I was at work all day and I didn't have time to look at the news, so... They're releasing a game called Super Mario 3D All-Stars on September 18th, and it includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine... The GameCube game, and Super Mario Galaxy, one of the Wii games. Holy shit! Yeah, that... and it'll be September eighteenth, sixty dollars, and it's its own independent game, and it's called Super Mario Three D All Stars, which okay. that harkens back to uh, on the World on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. They had a Super Mario All Stars that was the original three Mario Brothers 
like a remastered oh. collection with new graphics. It was like the first HD collection <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. And so it harkens back to that name. It's like the 3D All-Stars. Okay, is this, is this something you buy, what's it called, Super Mario 3D All-Stars? And you it's buy... It's available. Um, you just buy that or can you purchase these games individually? Or is it just like you buy this and you get all three? So for that specific game, let me find the info here in this article. I wonder if it's like full price. It's Nintendo. It's got they, like 60 It bucks, is huh? full price. I know that. Three games, though. It's 20 bucks a game. For sure. Oh, here's the actual article. So, it has optimized versions of the 3D Mario games, Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. It includes an in-game music player mode to play the music and songs from all three games. That's kind of cool. Smash okay. Bros. had that. Uh, all three games have updated Joy-Con controls with Rumble, huh. and players will be able to use motion controls in Galaxy if they wish, okay, which good. is amazing. That means you don't have to. I was worried that you would have to use the motion controls in Galaxy like you waggle to spin around or whatever. Yeah. And Sunshine will also have a widescreen mode. I don't think Mario 64 will. They don't say that it does. Um, a press release explains that the game will receive a limited physical release. What? Limited physical release. Uh-oh. So limited amount at launch and it will only be available digitally until March 31st, 2021. Wait. What? <laughs> the, what? It's a limited release digitally so like you'll only be able you'll only be able to download this game this specific collection of games from Uh, september 18th to march 31st why why do that i have no idea and like it says at the bottom yeah march 31st and they're removing okay i buy a console april 1st uh you know uh hat you know you can't buy the game you can't, you can't buy it. the game you could probably re-download it april fools to me because yeah. i bought april <laughs> on april 1st. you probably can re-download it you know like so let's say you buy it oh, okay. and then your switch breaks a year later and you could probably re-download it you probably just can't buy it again see i don't nintendo's so weird with this because they don't have my theory is that they're gonna do like a disney vault style thing where like here's these three games out now you can get them now and then like a year from now they're like hey here's another collection of three games you can get limited. I know it's stupid. The fact is, it's stupid. That's anti-consumer. It's really dumb. That it's is so it. dumb. But the, that, at the bottom here it says we've contacted Nintendo for clarification on whether the game will be available again in any form after that time. <laughs> and as of today, no one's been able to get clear now information on that. I, this might be looking too far into it, but is that scummy? Is that like basically? It's I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy the game until maybe a sale, but now I have to now buy the ha- game. That's why they're doing it. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I want to play. Okay. I want to play Sunshine in widescreen with. Oh man. Or you know, handheld. Was it handheld before? Yeah. No, Sunshine was only on GameCube. So it's, here, it's, yeah. Sunshine has been stranded on the GameCube forever you it's can, never been re-released i'll probably get my uh, official gaming pro card removed or something for saying this but I, I that's my biggest gap was i played i played all the super mario bros up until uh, 64 mario 64 did you play them on the nes or on the the Both? retro uh, i like played on... it no i played them on the nes oh, okay. so when i came out of it, i only SNES. played the first one originally and then, I and then what later. was what was oh no i played uh there was 64 yeah is that there di- and then what was world Super Mario, Super Mario World, World or Super Nintendo. So which one was the 3D one? 64. Okay, so yeah. So I played up to 64. Okay. And then th- that was the first 3D Mario? Yeah. Okay, so as far as 3D Mario's, I've only played Odyssey. 
Oh, really? You haven't yeah. played 64? I, oh, sorry. And 64. Oh, okay. But I never beat 64. I oh, just really? played it for fun when I was a kid. I only beat it, like, two years ago. Okay. The first time. I never played it. Even though I had it in 64, I never... I played it on an emulator. Wow. Okay, so this is, this is exciting for me, because 64 is a big gap, uh, and then, was it, Sunshine, Sunshine and, and Galaxy. Galaxy? Never played. Yeah. So... And I loved Odyssey, I and love, I've heard really good things about uh, Galaxy. I've I heard, love Galaxy. I've heard Galaxy is some people's favorites over Odyssey, even. Uh, Galaxy 2 might be better than 1. Yeah. Galaxy and, 1 has, like, a big overworld. Hmm. You have to, like, navigate around and get to the levels. Galaxy 2 is just, like, right into the levels. Okay. Right into the self-contained levels, and that's well, why people like th- it more. That's what Odyssey did. Yeah, that's what Odyssey you picked does. You picked a planet, right? Yeah, you picked a planet. But, like... Odyssey's different because you pick a planet, it's like a big world you can explore. Yeah. Galaxy is like, here's this little area of thing, like a self-contained level, like an older Mario game. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's like 64 is like that. I might like that. And I haven't played Sunshine. But Sunshine, everybody loves now. Everybody, I feel like, disliked it when it came out. But Is it the motion know. controls? Which ones had motion? Galaxy. Galaxy? Yeah. And people hated that, I assume? At the time, we just put up with it. Yeah, they'd probably hate it now if they forced it now. <laughs> if they forced it on the, because I was worried about that. I was worried they forced the motion controls. <laughs> that, okay, so that I mean, this is good news and bad news. Like, it's good news because I'm excited to play uh, these Mario games. There's more bad news. For the, oh, great. <laughs> Super Mario 3D Worlds, which was the 3D Mario game that came out on Wii U, is Never coming out. It. Yeah, it's it's the 3D Wii U Mario game. Because now there's there's Mario 64 on GameCube, or no, there's Sunshine on GameCube, then there's Galaxy 1 and 2 on Wii. Okay. Wii U had 3D World. 3D Worlds. World, okay. And then Switch has Odyssey. Yeah. Um, no one's heard of 3D World. It's coming out as its own separate game in February for 60 bucks. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, is it because it's a Wii U port, so they yeah. treat it like that? They it's don't... like the deluxe version, basically. They're and everybody thought they were gonna lump in like a big Mario collection, but that would have been epic. Yeah, they should have threw this in there. Yeah, they should have thrown that in there too. I that is bad news. Yeah, that okay. We always rebuy Mario games. Like we Nintendo, Nintendo has a tendency of re uh, making their games available again, right? And then mm-hmm. we we buy it. Yeah, we still buy it, but. Is it right? I don't know. <laughs> I I mean I think that what they were doing with the Switch Online, re-releasing cool. games in there, they just have released enough games in there. They I was hoping for a and Nintendo, 64. yeah, the GameCube even like yeah, put GameCube games in there. Put a sixty-four put Sunshine in there. Like, yeah, why, put I mean, Sunshine. why do we need to buy it? That's why. Yeah, that's why they're not in there. I, they want us to buy it, and we game. pay them twenty bucks a year for this. They thing. know they can't make us buy Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo games again a la carte. Yeah. So they're like, well, they'll probably buy a 64 and GameCube games all the cards. Uh, <laughs> like, but we will. And Wii U games, yeah. We're but they know to. they know we won't buy the Super Nintendo games again. No. Because we already bought them on Wii, Wii U, and 3DS. <laughs> so how so how excited are you for this release, even though there's some bad news tied I'm excited for the release. I mean, it's stupid that they're taking it off the store after a while. But I'm excited to play them. But for you personally, that doesn't affect you, because you're going to buy it anyway. I'm just going to buy it anyway. Okay. And it's 60 bucks. I might not buy it day one, but okay. I'll buy it at some point. Yeah, there. I guess what? There's no way they're gonna put on sale. <laughs> it's not gonna go on it's sale. Not going on sale. <laughs> and if it does, I'll be mad. <laughs> yeah, dude, everyone would be pissed if that happened. They don't do that though. They wouldn't do it. This they games, don't put games on sale anyway. I put. Right. I have twenty something games on my wish list on my Switch. Because I'm, I'm waiting for sales for them. Only they, a third party. Game they do email sale. you. It's kind and of. It's cool. usually just third party games. It's usually third party, and what, yeah, honestly, it's never first party games for Switch. Yeah. Mario Rabbids was. 
Uh, 15 bucks or something? Cheap. But that's yeah. also made by Ubisoft, too. Yeah. So it's yeah. not really even a first-party game. <laughs> it bums me out. It's... There's news you'll like, though, which is okay. this game called Super Mario Brothers 35. It's a Mario Battle Royale. What? Online game. Oh, is this like uh, so Tetris 99? Yeah, it's like that. Look, no it has like, the same HUD layout. No it's way. 35 players in a battle game for the last Mario standing. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Is, is this free? Um, it's just like from... Tetris 99? I'll just read this here. It's from... Um, this is from IGN. It's enemies that are defeated will be sent to other players' courses. It's oh. like when you jump on an enemy, it sends them to other people. It's like you'll select... It's like Tetris 99. Yeah. You'll select their like, little who window. Who you're attacking. Yeah, who you're attacking. And there's special items around the maps that hinder your opponents. The game will be released as a digital-only game exclusive to Nintendo Switch... Members. Online members. Oh. And it's only available until March 31st. Wait, only playable? Yeah, so they're going to no, remove, only... re- remove it from the store March 31st. No, but well. it, no, no, look. It says Nintendo has also stated it will only be playable until yeah. March 31st. That's different than the the All-Stars, Mario All-Stars. Because Mario All-Stars, it was You don't have only... to buy this. That's why it's phrased differently. This is just available as part of the Nintendo Switch Online for so, free. So, okay, so then that's the difference. Is it Even if you download and play it, you're only going to be able to play it until March 31st. Yeah. That's what it's saying. Mm-hmm. But Super Mario All-Stars, you can play after March 31st if you bought it. Yes. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. See what I mean? It, yeah, you can't even play it anymore. That sucks. <laughs> Why would they do this? Tetris 99 is still going. Like, what if it's really good? Like, yeah, and Tetris 99, I, I say 99 because my wife calls it 99. I thought it was funny. But it, I think it's Tetris 99. <laughs> but uh, Tetris 99 is is an incredible game. And I it's one of those games I Did play. they ever add, like, party features to it? They added different games. They, yeah, they added things where you can, uh, yeah, you can battle against each other oh, that's type cool. of thing. So 1v1 one, one one oh, or okay. something. I think you could do. There's also teams. There's quads, like yeah. a, so four. So it's kind of like every other battle royale. So me and you can team up technically and play against other 99 or whatever. But it, that's disappointing because Tetris 99 is that is that um, comfort food game for mm-hmm. me. It's literally I, if I'm bored and don't want to play anything or don't want to watch a TV show or whatever, uh, and and I have 20 minutes left of the evening, you know, I'll just jump on that and just you know zone out and listen to a podcast while playing you know those type of games are needed and if you're why would you take this off the store or actually why would you remove it from even being able to be played playable that blows my mind i kind of hope they go back on that but who knows like if it's really popular and really successful and they like say it's continued (sighs) it's very weird i really don't get it why it's limited that what they're thinking is that's frustrating. That's imagine you made the game, the, dude. <laughs> like yeah. you're one of the people who made it, and it's just like, wow, I can't wait for people to experience my game for seven months. Seven months and <laughs> taken off. And guess what's coming out this year? Freaking new consoles, right? So new, yeah. new cons. Well, this is what I'm getting at. You got new consoles. You got Cyberpunk 2077. You got all these giant games. Why would I be spending time with, you know, whatever yeah. this is, Mario Bros. 35 or whatever yeah like why would i be spending time with that when i have all these giant games to play yeah you know i mean (laughs) this doesn't make sense is this their way to combat uh the console launches maybe 
or do they not like even the care? Temporary thing. I don't yeah, know. like maybe that's what this is. Yeah. Think about that. That the new console uh, within the console launch window is probably till March. Like that's probably how they're looking at it. Yeah. Is like console launch were first quarter uh, of the year, right? Till yeah. till the end of March. So they're probably doing this to get people to keep playing uh, Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, while the new consoles are in their first quarter. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, maybe that's all it is. Maybe they're just trying to generate money for this quarter or whatever. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like get subscribers from the Battle Royale game, and then get some game sales from the other one. They're every also time, put it, they also put up. What were we saying? Every time I hear stuff like this from Nintendo <laughs> or PlayStation, always been weird. PlayStation's like been doing it too recently, yeah. even with like the timed exclusives of just one year. What was there Spider-Man. a time? What was the time exclusive where it was only one month timed exclusive? Uh, there was something crazy like that. I forget which game it was, but they they do shit like that all the time, and. It bothers me. It actually makes me like Xbox more. The just more because it's just annoying. Be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like the big f you to the man yeah. type of thing. Like, hey, uh, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna play Xbox because at least I know when I turn on my Xbox, I have my entire library available to me. My entire library. It's not, of... no, my games aren't gonna disappear on March 31st. Turn on my Xbox <laughs> and it has my library of one game, the Master Chief Collection, <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> That's oh. all I play on the Xbox. <laughs> oh, man. That's all I want it for. That's all yeah, I want. It's, it's the Halo generator. <laughs> it's the Halo machine. Yeah. That's not true, though. It's I not. To, I need to play Hellblade at some point. Dude, Hellblade's good. I've, I actually made a list of Xbox-exclusive games that I went back and played. Oh, like, yeah. uh, Oh, well, well, I'm going to play Resident Evil Rise, Son of Rome is the most underrated game. It's a game. launch game. It's a launch game, launch exclusive. For Xbox yeah. One, and it's underrated. Really? I played it. I was blown away. It's like a first-person... No, woman. it's third-person. It's oh, over it the is? shoulder. Oh, it's first-person. It's kind of weird. It's kind of the like Gears of War-esque, where oh. it's like over the shoulder, or kind of three... It's actually more over the shoulder. It puts you into the game, hmm. and it's uh, very combat-focused, uh, but it combos and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's a combo game. So, But it's an underplayed, underrated game, for sure. Uh, but again, yeah. But Xbox. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that they had like the... Mario Brothers 3D All-Stars that's coming out, which is mm-hmm. the collection of three new games. They're also putting out the Super Mario All-Stars game on Super Nintendo, which is... Wait, what's that? It's the first three NES Mario games That's what you're talking with about. updated graphics for the Super Nintendo. Oh. And so they're putting that on the so Super... So Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros 2, and Super Mario Bros 3. Yeah. And the Lost Levels, which is the oh. Japanese version of Mario Bros 2. Oh, interesting. Which is... Re- Okay, I recommend that. That's online. You said it's the it's it's, it's on the Super Nintendo online. The whole app so it's on included with your online. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's you, on you don't have to buy. Just, it. Yeah, you just play all three of those or okay. four. I recommend everybody play Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels because it's a nightmare. It is so really? hard, and you have you have to play with save states. It's unbeatable. <laughs> it like messes with you really, and like the whole game. It's a troll. Like it trolls you, and like you're like. There'll be missing blocks that you yeah. can only see if you, like, jump in a certain place. Oh. And, like, super annoying crap. There's, like, boss stages where you run in an infinite loop forever unless you <laughs> go a certain sequence of levels oh. wow. up or down. And if you don't do the right sequence, it just keeps looping over. Looping. It doesn't tell you or give you any hints. So you don't think you have to, like, looping. look it up. Yeah, you don't even realize you're looping. Until it's, yeah. you're 20 minutes in and you're like... Not that long. It's okay. a minute. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody should crazy. play that because it's, it's hilariously... I'll try it out because I know all three of those games. Maybe even the Lost Levels or whatever. I think that's already on. Yeah, Lost Levels is already on there. It's already on NES. But I think this updated version has 
better graphics. So, so those games were NES. Yeah. So if you go on the NES little app, you can play the them on the NES. Okay, but they now just this one, the remastered versions on SNES. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll try that. And out. they're different. They have some different changes to them too. Maybe I'll try that out tonight. Yeah. It's my uh, holiday weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Labor Day. Um, some other quicker news after that is that the there was this thing from the this podcast called the Games Beat Podcast. This is from Push Square. So, uh, citing this, uh, the guy on that podcast named Jeff Grubb has been stating for a while that he knows that there's a Mass Effect trilogy remaster coming out. Oh, he knows for a fact that it's coming. He's the E3 guy, right? Jeffy Grubb Grubb? Yeah. Or whatever his name is? Yeah. He, he's been saying for a while that he knows that it's coming, and that's why everybody was, like, really excited for them to announce it at the last two EA events, and they mm. haven't talked about it. No. And apparently, there was supposed to be an October 2020 release date for it. Whoa. And he's saying, this is a direct quote from him, he's saying last, oh no, not a direct quote. Oh yeah, this is direct. I know it's real, I've seen more than enough evidence to know it's real, it's still 2020, but they haven't announced it yet for some reason. So... You think they're gonna, wait, when is the N7 day? Is it November 7th? Yeah, people are thinking that they're gonna release it. Maybe they'll just release it November 7th. Yeah, I I really hope they do it, and I hope it's good. You played through them recently. I just played them right? recently, yeah. You're with mods play. and stuff, and I'll still... I don't. I probably won't, because I have to buy it. You, you, and they're better on PC anyway with mods, so it's like... Is this it's rumor, like an inferior version. Is this rumor for remastered? Or what is it for? Just a re-release? Nobody knows. Huh. People are thinking remaster. And the theory is that they like heavily redid one. Yeah, because the combat system is garbage. Ye- in one. It's not even that the combat's garbage, it's just the game is janky. The elevator, yeah, yeah, like it's long loads and like there's plenty. Of, there's mods on PC that make the elevators go faster. Yeah, that make uh, just certain stuff run better. Two Mass Effect Two was Mass Effect One, but better in every way. Yeah, I mean, Mass Effect One Two also on consoles runs at like twenty frames a second. It's yeah, terrible. I remember that. I on had PC to... it runs perfectly, but like on consoles it runs. Horrible I turned off no film grain, I think. Oh and, yeah, and it, motion blur. And you motion have blur. To turn off. Otherwise, it's <laughs> ten frames. A yeah. Second. Yeah. I hate fake film grain. Yeah. It's the worst. Even on Last of Us has a little bit of it, right? Does it? I didn't even yeah. notice it. Actually, I turned it off. <laughs> you can turn it off. Yep. Oh. Yeah, you can do a lot in Last. You of Us. can do it. Red- I Last of Us. We're just gonna, this whole show is full of rambles and tangents. I don't yeah. even care. In Last of Us Part Two, you can do that crazy thing where you can isolate the whole image to be gray. Yeah. And then just items are a certain color and yeah. enemies are red or whatever. Enemies are red. I wanted that. Yellow. I wanted that in Ghost of Tsushima so badly. Uh. Like I was like scrolling through the accessibility options, like reading line for line. Yeah. Like, it's gotta be in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to find every piece of iron I could find. Oh man, iron's a commodity. <laughs> it's like I miss so much stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll run all the way around, like, a little area. Like, I, okay. I, you're tapping R2 the yeah. whole time, right? And I'm, like, convinced I got everything. I'm, like, I'm going to go back around I one did, more time. And then my, I missed, like, a thing of steel. Like, every yeah. time I miss something. My rule was twice. I would yeah. go through it once. I would pick up stuff even on the way. Because I stealth that game a lot. So mm-hmm. I would stealth and pick up stuff while I'm stealthing. And then I would pick up stuff twice. I would, I would go back through twice and pick yeah. things up. And games need to do better at that. Come on, I'm playing a a goddamn video game like <laughs> let me see the item i'm trying to pick up and make it a giant box so i can pick like i don't know how that works on the development side but let me not have to aim at a specific point like a tiny little point and hit the right button like you animal know? crossing or you dig oh, a <laughs> click the wrong thing oh man games need to get better yeah 
Uh, that's the main thing for the news? news. That's like the main stuff, that's especially for he- today. That's hefty news. That's a lot of news. I mean, for... we didn't go over everything. I kind of just went over the stuff that I think is interesting. Wow. That's a lot of news. There's also this article from IGN where you can now, starting today, you can pre-order games on Switch without it paying for them. That's cool. So that... you can it'll charge you seven days before the game comes out. <laughs> so you can pre-order that Mario game now, and it's it won't charge you. They're doing this to offset their, their non-consumer friendly and things. It'll also tell you when a game sale ends, so then I won't oh. be, you know, I won't be screwed over with like Diablo three again. Okay, no, it it, <laughs> it does that already. I guess it's um, more obvious now. Okay, because like, games with a discount now are marked with how much longer the discount applies for. Oh wow, that's okay. the only difference. Yeah. So yeah, so that's cool. That's really cool. That's in the interface now. Yeah, I'm assuming that's for my because I wouldn't know until. Uh, I get an email, right? Yeah. So if you put games on your wish list on Switch, it actually shows up. I think you might have to sign up for it, but it shows up in an email saying, hey, this game's on your wish list. And I love that feature because I could see, you know, this game's on my wish list uh, and it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is how long it's on sale for. That's really cool. And I'm glad they're doing it in the interface now. I don't have to go to my email. That's yeah. cool. I like that. So that's it for the news. Uh, if we had, like, beaten a game this past week, I'd say we review it, but we haven't really, you know... The last we don't game have I, any comprehensive reviews to give out. Yeah, I didn't prepare for this. The last game I beat was Ghost of Tsushima. I will say, as of now, it is my game of the year, even over The Last of Us, even over Animal Crossing. And that's mainly because it is a game. It is a gamey game yeah. that that is, you know, I'm a sucker for gamey games that, that don't make me work too hard yeah. to, you know... It still gave a great story. It still executed like these great story arcs and these cool character developments and and all that. But it 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 was a game and it was fun. It was fun to play. Yeah. Like getting those standoffs just right, where you end up can wipe out that entire camp before you even enter the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those standoff ones, or even I think they're called duels. Uh, yeah. Those were really the fun. Boss fights, basically. I, I wish they can make it with some kind of DLC. Where either they do something where like you can do a, 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 a competition, I don't know what you call it, like a <laughs> multiplayer. No, like either one on one multiplayer. Yeah. But I was thinking more like well, you know, uh, a tiered system. Like you fight this guy is not that hard, and then if you beat him, you can go to the next level and duel this guy. Yeah. And you get you end up dueling, uh, you know. Uh, spider-man or something at the end of it i don't oh know my goodness. <laughs> so it, could get, it could get ridiculous if they want like did you see they're adding multiplayer i did yeah they're that adding is... like a raid and like some co-op missions yeah it's, it's probably free. not gonna, it's free so it's probably not gonna be like yeah insane but i'm looking I, forward to i'll it. jump i'll re-download it just for that that yeah. sounds cool i'll play with you on that that's yeah. that sounds cool but yeah anyways that i won't go too far into this review uh as far as ghost of Tsushima. i think it's the one of the best one of the most fun games. It kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. Came out of nowhere. I thought it was gonna be bad before it came out because they hadn't talked about it. <laughs> they hadn't talked like, about it. Mo- like a month before it came out, they finally showed it off, and it was like, I don't know. And then it comes out, and it's this massive, massive. dense, huge game. Well, you, like, oh. I was expecting more of just that first little area. Yeah, I thought it was thing. just gonna be like a tight ten-hour game. Yeah, and but it's no, gigantic <laughs> open world. Three sections, and guess what? Each section introduced something new and cool. Like, yeah. I won't spoil anything, but no, there's... it already has done. Like in Act Two, it's introducing. Yeah, new Act stuff. Two. Guess what? <laughs> Wait till Act Three. Yeah. <laughs> new stuff happens. And you're like, oh wow. So yeah, it's it's a game that. That is a gamey game, so it is predictable, it is comfortable, but it, but at the same time, there's some surprises in there that's yeah. re- that are really cool. Yeah. Like when you don't even duel anyone until the second act, I think. So your no, fir- there's duels earlier. You, there are standoffs, but there's the first like 
set of duels. They're okay. There might be like a small duel in the story mode, yeah. but as far as like those duels, there's like six or something duels that you have to go and, and find these guys and yeah, duel yeah. them. As far as those, that whole mechanic didn't open up till the second act. So, yeah. anyways, it's a it's a gamey game. It's a comfort food game, but it's also a great story. And it, uh, I won't spoil anything, but it does uh, give you some hard choices towards the end. Really? Yeah, and and I actually had to pause the last couple <laughs> levels and just like, okay, what do I want to do here? You know. So, anyways, you'll you'll see. Interesting. It is a great game. It is my game of the year so far. Until Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, and that will be my game of the year. And Last of Us so far is my game of the year, but yeah, okay. we'll see if that changes. Yeah, that's my experience Later. of the year. Experience. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I thought it was... The gameplay mechanics were cool, too. Yeah. They, they were cool. I w- I, again, with those type of games, uh, give me a room I can go back to and uh, you know do some kind of challenge mode where just enemies mm, keep spawning over yeah. and wait. Like a horde mode. The same with Ghost of Tsushima. That would work so yeah, well with a horde mode. Co-op horde mode. Think about that. A co-op horde mode where they just kept spawning yeah, enemies, harder enemies. You could like they could add in some mechanic where you like chain attacks together with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Like some kind of weird Splinter Cell thing. That was, <laughs> where yeah. you like, like in Splinter Cell, you like boost your in Chaos Theory, you like boost the guy up or whatever. You could yeah. like do some weird co-op moves. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I, launch your friend towards okay, people. Okay, I'm thinking. So I'm thinking more of uh, my classic uh, all-time favorite game. Uh, which I should have put on my Splinter top 10 Cell. list. No, Splinter Cell. <laughs> uh, well, you actually mentioned it at the beginning of this episode. Uh, the Lord of the Rings games. Uh, what was it? Lord of the Rings Two Towers? And Return of the King. Return of the King. Didn't one of those Return have of the King a... had co-op. The, one and of, Wave Defense. They both yeah, did. the Wave Defense. They both had them. One of them was a tower They're both something. towers. They're How both cool is towers. that? Yeah, yeah. What happened to those? Ghost of Tsushima. Needs if Ghost that, of Tsushima yeah. had... Remember, there, there's a couple acts or a couple missions where you go up this tower... It happens yeah, a couple I times. Think I've been that far. Okay, so it yeah. happens a couple times where you go up a tower. They could make an endless tower yeah. thing where you fight room after room and then jump up the next ladder to the next room after it unlocks. You know, after you beat it, and you yeah. get to see how far you get. Games used to do that, and that was really cool. even like recently, like the Batman games had like those little challenge rooms you could do. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. It, I don't know how hard it is to develop that. I, I figure know. it's the same assets, just throw it into a wave. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not a game developer, so yeah. it's easy. You just hit a button. It's easy. Come on. <laughs> Just do it. Give me my game. Um, so we ha- wanted to have a segment as well where we could talk about like older games that we've been replaying recently. I just mentioned that I played the original Halo trilogy because hmm. Halo Master Chief Collection has like these cross-game playlists. That's so and cool. one of the one of the achievements is to beat the Master Chief Saga playlist, which is all four Halo games in one now, continuous. Now it's Master Chief Saga, but is do you play the Arbiter levels? Yeah. Okay. You play all four games. So that's part of You don't their... play ODST or Reach. It's just the four, one through four That's cool. games. Um, yeah, and I played those, and it was amazing. Four yeah. held up better than I remembered it, Yeah, actually. The graphics looked like a, a current-gen game. Four looks like a current-gen game. It that's really crazy. Good. It looks like an early Xbox One game. And that came out 2012? 2012, yeah. It's old, and it looks really looks, amazing. It looks better than Halo Infinite. But oh. it's like... It's... I mean, this doesn't have to turn into a Halo podcast, but, like, <laughs> the Halo 1 through 3 are so good. Yeah. And... It's Bungie. Bungie at their, their best. I am, like, I have played the first three Halo games multiple times. Many times. Hmm. Like, co-op. Yeah. I even played them by myself single player once. Yeah. Before. This is the first time I understood what was happening in the <laughs> games, because I actually... <laughs> like the, No, not even just that. It was just, like, the first one, 
has subtitles, which helps. I never really had a problem with understanding the first game story. Yeah. Um, but Halo 2 and Halo 3 don't have subtitles yeah. for the cutscenes or for the in-game. Really? So, like, if you're not actively paying attention during gameplay, you miss wow. tons of story details. Like, what Cortana's telling you while you're playing. I never paid attention to it yeah. before. And this time I was like, this is going to sound insane, but I had the transcripts open for the games <laughs> on my phone. What? So that if I, like, missed some dialogue while there was, like, a bunch of shooting going on, yeah. I would go back and look and read what they said. No way. Because there's, like, crucial crucial information. So like, you followed I never, along? I didn't follow along, but they'd be like, what did they say? And I'd go and I'd look it up really quick. Uh-huh. i just look up in the transcript what they said really fast. There's a lot of... I know that uh... sounds incredibly nerdy, but it's like... <laughs> There's so much stuff. Like, in Halo 2, I never understood why the Covenant even attacked Earth. Like, I never... There's, like, a passive line of dialogue towards the end of the game where Cortana's mentioning... The Architects or something? No, it was an accident. They thought they were going somewhere else. And they stumbled on Earth, and they're like, oh, shoot, okay. And then they just started attacking Earth with this tiny fleet. What? And Cortana talks about it in-game. Huh. Like, this two lines of dialogue, and then it's never mentioned again. It's like... Wow. There's tons of stuff like that. And, like, the terminals in Halo 3 are really cool. I'm at the replay, honestly. Yeah. I, I've... I probably... I was a big multiplayer guy growing up, so I mainly focused on Halo's multiplayer. And yeah. I mainly... I mainly just... Uh, I did beat every campaign, but I probably beat it... I beat Halo campaign the most. Halo Combat Evolved yeah. the most. Halo 2 the second most. But then by 3, <laughs> I kind of just... I beat it once and that was it. I never... I don't think I replayed 3 with you guys at all. Oh, I really? Think, yeah, I think we mainly played uh, uh, multiplayer in those ones. I think you played more... It's a testament Pierce. to how little I understood the story because not only have I played the games before, I've yeah. beaten one... No, I played... I've beaten three... Reach and ODST on Legendary. <laughs> I wow. beat them on Legendary with my friend Pierce and my brother Michael. Yeah. And I think you were with on one of them, I think. Maybe I think not. so. Yeah, I, I probably jumped in on three. I think you played ODST on Legendary with us. I could be yes, wrong. Yes, yeah. I believe I ODST. I could be wrong. But what's funny is I don't remember playing Reach on Legendary at all. I really? went back and looked at my achievements and I had the achievement for beating on Legendary. I was like, wow. I don't remember doing this at all. Wow. <laughs> but I had it. And three as well. That speaks to just how fun those games are. Yeah. They're just fun. You, you don't need to care about the story. But they have a good story, too. Yeah. It's there if you want it. But the, the game itself is fun enough to even tune those things out, and you still enjoy yourself. And you know. But, yeah, as, a, as an adult and playing through it later, I'm excited. I'm, I was planning on playing through them all again. There's no time. There's no time. But, yeah. uh, but also, well, now there is time because yeah. I, I was trying to play them before Infinite. Uh, I was gonna start. Oh, but now you have tons of time. No, I got tons of time. So I might. I actually that actually made me stop because I was actually about to go in it after Yoshima. Yeah, that's one of the and, reasons why I replayed him. So like leading up to Infinite. And yeah. Now it's like, and yeah. Right. So I I stopped on purpose though because yeah. guess what's coming out Series X. So I want to play, play them there, on yeah. Series X and yeah. just instant load times and all that. You know, yeah. I I feel like that's true. Yeah, I'll get yeah. the best experience, the quickest experience. It might. They'll probably release an optimized patch or whatever. I'm sure. And it'll, You'll it's lo- three you'll for like, three. Right? You'll beat like the first level and just like instant loads to the next level. Oh, maybe <laughs> that that'd be, be sweet. It's a multiplayer loading in that quick too. That'd be cool. You don't have to wait around for. A that's not. Uh, that's not gonna work for like. It's cross weird. Play. Cross, yeah, cross play. Infinite's definitely gonna have crossplay if it even comes out. On Xbox <laughs> Series X guys all load in and the other. You, you're what if? On... What if Infinite doesn't even come out on Xbox One? I'm kind of in the camp of don't. Yeah, I mean, don't. At I this want point. it to, but if it doesn't, I kind of get it. Yeah. You know? 
Um, what older game have you been playing? <laughs> so this one's fun. This one's called uh, it's called MX Unleashed. I've never played this. So do you even know what it is? I played a game called ATV Off-Road Fury okay. back it's, in the day. <laughs> it might be even the same developers. I, I never not... played the game. I just played the split screen where you run around <laughs> and just try to, we would just try to crash into each other with ATV. That's, that's pretty much all I did. That's the game. So that, <laughs> that's what I figured. We, my brother and I loved playing this game as kids. It's uh, probably, I think it's a 2002 game or something. Really, yeah, yeah. It's 2003. It's something really early in the Xbox. It's an Xbox original. Okay. So Xbox original game. MX Unleashed, it's, uh, you know, it's the, the motocross, uh, that's when motocross was pretty big back yeah. in the day, kind of like skateboarding, it was really big back in the day, uh, and MX and, and motocross were, were as well, but, so we didn't really care about the motocross part as much, yeah. but this game allowed you, even back in, back when it came out, um, you can there was a free roam mode and so you go into this giant open world which is unheard of back then yeah uh and you can just you know start wherever and go wherever you can make your own courses you can jump uh you could say hey we used to play a horse or a pig or whatever right <laughs> oh but yeah we game, would do that too yeah so you would say that. okay try to do this trick i'm gonna do a backflip with yeah. a handstand and then you know and then land you know all that right and so you would play games like like in games that weren't even part of the original yeah. game right which I love that about games. You can you can make your own games up within the yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Um, it made it really fun. It was really re- replayable. I'm playing through the, I guess quote unquote <laughs> campaign, <laughs> but there's no story. It's just like a it's just like a sports game. It's there's like, no story. There's no like no, Need for Speed style. No, like, no, no. All it is is uh, some punk pulls up next to you in his MX bike. <laughs> hey, Dude, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you can't beat me. Uh, no, so it, it's it's more of just just like a sports game where you play through a, a Supercross event. Yeah. Uh, where you have ten races and you oh, have okay. to you know get like Gran Turismo. Or whatever yeah, like there's no story. So, but it's Sports cool. It. It's just mindless fun. The tracks. I don't know what they did with. Uh, I don't know what how they did it back in the day, but they everything felt kind of great. You know what I mean? Like, is there an original Xbox it's an game? OG Xbox game, and it know. still feels better than a lot of racers or mm. racing mechanics in games. Uh, similar to like, uh, you know, when you get into a mo- go on a motorcycle in GTA or uh, Watch Dogs or something like that, sometimes it just feels kind of janky, yeah. right? This game somehow has the magic sauce. There's in a, it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of OG Xbox like that gen PS2 GameCube. There's a good amount of games from that gen that just up-res them they'd work today just yeah. fine like they so play this is, that's that's what i think this is I like believe. for every shadow of the colossus that like ran terribly in, yeah there's a bunch of other games it's just like it still is playable yeah that's what i commend about this game i'm playing it and i have uh kind of uh just you know nostalgic memory with it as far as the motions and and the controls and and literally <laughs> even though yeah even the wait times <laughs> Uh, I re- my yeah like, like load wait, screens load screens. I remember the load screens and the time it would take in between load screens, and they're faster now. So Uh-oh. it's throwing me off, but I commend it for that. It, it's it's quicker load times. Uh, it's definitely sixty frames a second. Oh really? Uh, they so must it's like enhanced or whatever. They, they enhanced it. It could have been sixty frames at the time. I don't know. Maybe I don't. There were games that were sixty frames yeah. back then, but I don't remember. I just assume it was thirty back then. Uh, so either way, it's still 60 frames. It's a smooth 60, though. It's a very smooth 60. Yeah. Uh, they still have the same songs. I don't know how they have the trademark for oh, those songs still. 
it doesn't seem like they removed any songs because I'm hearing the same songs I heard when I was a kid. Huh. So it, you know, and that's it's all nice. like hard rock songs. You know, that's just kind of that's really weird. Yeah, that the songs have no problem being in there. Maybe like when you re-release an old game, it's different. It's different than, than a remastered you... thing. Yeah, maybe the because like when they did Taxi, uh, Crazy Taxi remastered, they stripped all the songs out of it. Yeah, and that's a bummer. There was uh, that's part of the game. You know, that's there was a racing game that came out recently. I can't remember the name of it. That's there was probably... a racing game that came out that had no soundtrack in it wow. to save money, and they said just play your Spotify music over it. Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing with games back then. Even sports games, I remember, uh, like hockey games and whatnot, uh, <sighs> they, like, they had soundtracks, and those soundtracks were as much as part of the experience as anything else in that game. Seriously. Remember though. a specific song that plays over the I remember. Music? I remember. Andrew WK, Party Art. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they rem- you remember they used to do intro videos, mm-hmm. and a cool song would play, yeah. a hard rock song would play or like a blink 182 song would play over <laughs> over this really cool sequence i think andrew wk's party hard played over nhl 2003 yeah. <laughs> i think I, I remember very specifically that yeah that game yeah so anyways that's what i that's my retro game of nice. the week uh yeah, that generation i remember playing like madden 2002 yeah and like relatives being over and thinking it was like live football yeah you thought it was <laughs> when you look at it now it's hilarious that people would think awful. it was real it's like, like flat it's people. crazy yeah <laughs> the, the, the audience well now we actually have flat people in real life yeah in real life so <laughs> in real we, sports we weren't far off so real sports now look like a ps2 game that's awesome <laughs> it's full circle so normally every week we could have like a, we could end the show with a topic to discuss We've already gone an hour and a half, but we can still discuss, just to end the show, uh, topic for the week, and for this week, we're going to just talk about the next-gen consoles, and how frustrating it is yes. <laughs> that nothing has been... I mean, I'm probably not going to get them at launch, um, if because they're probably going to be $500, $600, You're, but yeah. who knows? You <laughs> who knows, knows what it costs? <laughs> because the consoles come out in two months, we the, think. We think no for sure. Xbox Series X confirmed that it's, it's November. Not. Is it for they, sure? They confirmed. They confirmed. If there's uh, no price, I don't believe it. No, they confirmed. That's the thing. It's they. Like, it was funny. They actually they said a November release date, but they didn't give a price. They didn't give a specific date. They didn't give a date. It's in November. They just said November. I think Sony said November. You could check my facts on that, but uh, no, it wasn't Sony. Sony had. Something I think Sony had something. I uh, know. See, I don't. Again, we got to get our facts straight on this, but I'm pretty sure Xbox said November, uh, confirmed November. So maybe check that out. Yeah, I'm looking into it. There was I did when I was scrolling through the news today for this show. I did see something about the Series X. Uh, can't. Either way, it. we had the Series S controllers. Uh, leak. It was a Series X slash oh, yeah. S yeah. controller leak, and it had that post date of November fifth or something like something yeah. early November. So uh, at the very you know the very soonest it could be would probably be early November. But either way, you're right. Two months away from yeah. these, from these next gen consoles, and we don't have a price. Uh what what is happening yeah it's now you could chalk this up to the c word code 19 uh, <laughs> trying not to say that this entire time uh but you could chalk it up to that and yes of course there's some uh factors that go into that you know you have development schedules you have uh manufacturing schedules that got pushed back everything got pushed back well there's the thing too with sony's 
uh, Josh literally called me a couple days ago while I was at work, and I thought he was, like, dying or something. <laughs> he never calls me. And I pick up the phone, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And he was like, did you see that Sony is making it so that you have to, like, get on some email newsletter to get their console? They sent an email to me <laughs> that said... They said, enter your information, your uh, PSN uh, name, for a chance to be able to pre-order the new consoles. Like, be one of the few that can pre-order. Yeah. So it's a chance for a chance to pre-order <laughs> a so console. Dumb. It, uh, yeah. What, yeah, what reality we live in. And I, again, yeah, it could be uh, because of our life circumstances now. Uh but at the same time, it's yeah, it's hard to make a console, and if they're shooting for a November December release, that's historically the time that they release. But again, mm-hmm. the Switch came out what March, March April, yeah. and it did phenomenal. Yeah. So I, it also it, launched with a Zelda game though. So. Yeah, it's true. So again, <laughs> Halo Infinite launching in April with a Xbox Series X could be enticing. But yeah, uh, it's just one of those things where Halo's coming out in the fall. Gaming has become an all-year-round thing. It's not just the Christmas. It's yeah. not just the holiday season. Especially with the pandemic. It's with like the pandemic. The um, best-selling game of the year so far is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. And we're not talking mobile because there's probably better-selling games on mobile. But Probably not better-selling games, but probably more downloaded. More downloaded games, yeah. It, we're just talking about... You mobile know, doesn't count. Mobile doesn't count, honestly. It's whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it's the most downloaded game, and that speaks to gaming culture as a whole and how this pandemic has actually affected gaming culture and it's actually grown gaming culture. People have, uh, come, come to couldn't find a switch for a while. Couldn't find a switch. I don't know if you still can. Couldn't I find a PS4 know. pro. Did yeah. you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. Uh, PS4 we, pro. You can even, you know, find. they discontinue the one X. Yeah. That, it's yeah. weird. I was about to buy one too. <laughs> <laughs> Before the series X comes out. <laughs> I was about to, cause I was like, should I, yeah, no, I'll switch for the yeah. X, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. We'll see what they do. They, I don't. They've both come out and said both Sony and Microsoft said they're not going to delay it. Yeah, these consoles. They said that like in March. They were like, "Yeah, it's coming out." Yeah, and they've reiterated that multiple times. Multiple times. So, So I feel like sink or swim. They're just going to get it out. They're going to get it out. Even if it, they only can manufacture five million consoles. I've heard. I've heard they tried to shoot for manufacturing about five million. I think the PS4 was about four or five million manufactured at first at launch. So eventually, it, you've heard of the race to 10 million, right? Yeah. Uh, when new console launches come out, you it, usually the first console to reach 10 million uh, tends to keep that lead for the entire generation. Tends to, except tends for the to. PS3. Yeah, I was gonna say like the 360 PS3. The yeah. That's what was they weird. leveled out by the end. They leveled out, but again, it was the majority of the generation was 360, right? Yeah. So I think that's what the 10 race to 10 million is like. What's the majority of consumers gonna to flock around? Yeah. Uh, and again, both consoles are doing different things, so it's that's kind the of up to part, That's honestly. what's cool. Yeah, it's like the first time that all three yeah. of the major, like we almost had that last gen. Yeah, when almost. Microsoft came out, like it's gonna be always online. Yeah, blah blah. blah. And I honestly wish they had just stuck to their guns they instead were, of like they panicking. Were, like they were ahead of their game. They, they were, were, yeah. They were. Like, us consumers just, well, were they, not they ready. They phrased it really badly, though. They phrased it badly, but, <laughs> but they had Cortana at launch, didn't they? They had... They, no, they didn't have... Well, or did they add that in a little, a little bit later? You had to have the Connect. So the Connect, but the Connect at launch was, hey, Xbox Yeah, on. it had the voice stuff. Think about that. What do we use now? Yeah. We use these home... Uh, what are they called? 
HomePods or they call, like uh, Alexas yeah. and yeah, yeah, like yeah. we use those on a day to day basis now. Hey Siri, hey, yeah. uh, you know, okay Google. <laughs> Uh, all that, right? <laughs> just our, activated both of our phones. Yeah, our said phones that. Just, uh, kind of creepy. They're always listening, but yeah. <laughs> again, we we're we're fine with that now as a culture, as a society. So, yeah. so Xbox was ahead of the game back then, and you're right; it would have been a cool, different, unique. Well, and thing the way they PS4. talked about their storefront, the way they talked about their storefront too, is like it was just Steam, you know? Like, yeah. And like they talked about doing all these weird things. Microsoft the apps. Yeah. They talked about doing like cloud. RAM or whatever. Do you uh, remember that? I yeah. don't remember. There was some weird cloud computing stuff they were talking about doing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but to then they just faster. like they just backpedaled. Yeah, and they backpedaled too far, and they couldn't. They didn't backpedal far enough because they launched it with Connect required. Yeah, they should have. You had to have more, a Connect. Yeah. You couldn't play the Xbox without a Connect. They fumbled to the it. launch, and then they tried to backpedal what they already had launched, and yeah. it just didn't work out for them. But again, like you said, it's going to be cool. That's why they're afraid to release the prices. Yeah, because that's what shot Xbox in the foot. They came out hundred dollars. That's the thing. PS3 came out two hundred dollars more than yeah. 360. A year after it came out, yeah, the year after 360, because 360 launched at four hundred, the top tier model. Right? Was that four hundred or three hundred? The 360. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah, I think it was three ninety nine for this twenty gig, and then the arcade model or whatever was like two ninety nine. Yeah, I think the, I got the two ninety nine. No, I got maybe the one the with six, the hard drive. Maybe the twenty gig was two ninety nine. I don't remember. Yeah, it might have been two ninety nine, and then the next gen was four ninety nine. Because then PS three, PS three had a twenty gig for four ninety nine, and a sixty gig for <laughs> sixty gigs. Oh my god! Imagine gosh. having that now for five for five ninety nine. You couldn't play The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you couldn't play anything. You could. That's half of Warzone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so okay, they, this this is my are afraid. To release the price, because I feel like they're gonna, they're afraid of what happened last time with the Xbox One, yeah. which came out at four ninety nine. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, people it's are expensive. saying now that it's insane for the current consoles to come out at four ninety nine, when the Xbox One already was four ninety nine, and it's like it's not. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna be four ninety nine. They're gonna be four ninety nine to five ninety nine. Yeah, that's my guess. And here's the thing with Xbox is they have to, they cannot come out first. The digital versions will be four ninety nine. The I other ones will be more. Yeah, I guess it. I could see that. Maybe even that's my guess. What if they're two hundred dollars cheaper? The digital There's versions? no way. This is a disc drive. Yeah. Disc drives aren't as expensive. Blu-ray disc drives aren't as expensive as they. So maybe hundred. Either way. Or fifty. Maybe it's like five fifty yeah. for the. Bottom bottom line, Xbox cannot release their price first. So they're they're literally waiting. <laughs> they're, for they're, I think they're both afraid. PS4 doesn't. They're in the lead. They don't. They don't. They don't because really if have Sony says, to lose. If Sony says, I think what they're thinking is like if Sony comes out and they're like, well, our console is four ninety nine, they're worried Microsoft's gonna be like, screw it, ours is four forty nine, <laughs> like and just undercut, undercut them just for like the sake bucks. of doing it. Yeah, Microsoft's gonna do that and just I, make a loss. I've heard interviews with Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, uh, for Microsoft. I think and, the yeah, sorry, what are you saying? And, yeah, and he's he's stated that very thing where yeah. they don't care. Uh, about releasing the price, they yeah. they need to. He knows they need to match or undercut them at the bare minimum. Match they need to match. I think Sony. they're both trying to undercut each other, and they're yeah. just waiting for the other one to blink first. Give me, uh, but neither of them are do, neither of them are doing it. Give it's me so a hundred dollar console, bro. Just just undercut. I like they don't even know the. There's no pre-orders. Yeah, they don't know how that's much why I to called even you. Make. That's why I <laughs> called you because it blew my mind. Yeah, that's how like, they were really. And this is from this is the first time Sony is actually allowing you to buy it from their 
uh, Sony PlayStation yeah, website. Like directly it's kind of directly. From Sony, yeah. Kind of weird. Microsoft's been doing that for a while with Xbox. Yeah, because yeah. they're cool. They're you can order an Xbox from your Xbox. Did you know that? Yeah, it's I in the store. Yeah. yeah, it's Microsoft really weird. Store. Yeah, you can order a controller. Controller. Your Xbox. Yeah. yeah. It customized controller. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird because they're just they're streamlined. They're it's consumer friendly, right? Yeah. So they'll do all that, but. Yeah, this is a we we're living in a weird time in just in gaming in general. Like, yeah, how is this? How are we gonna? How is What's, it gonna play out? I don't. Do we even? We don't have the launch lineup for either console either. Like, we Barely. don't really. We is know. Val, we know like what games will be on them this we, year. Yeah. Like Valhalla. Assassin's that's third Creed. party, and that's uh, cross gen. Yeah, right? but, like we know some cross gen games are gonna be on there. Yeah. Like, no controls. Some editions gonna be on there, and like some other stuff. But like, I don't think. Spider-Man? Let's double check. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I I don't know if it's a launch game. They haven't... I don't think they said. They might have They might have it said. It says Q4 2020. Q4, so they haven't even said... Um, it yeah. is due to be released as a launch title. It's due to. According okay. to Wikipedia, so take that with the massive grain yeah. of salt that you want to. And I see Spider-Man Miles Morales as a, a Uncharted Lost Legacy-esque. Yeah. So it's... What is it? 40 they said bucks? it's going to be like a ten-hour game, and they said forty bucks. I yeah. think they said cheaper. So, uh, so yeah, it, we got Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank's probably next the, year. Ratchet honestly. is going to be incredible. Q one next year. Ratchet was the only game I've seen that looks next gen. Mm-hmm. No joke. Ratchet and Clank. It's scheduled. Apart. To, it's scheduled to release during the launch window. So for probably Q one. Q one next year. This is from Venture Beat. Okay. Ratchet and Clank will release in PS5's launch window. That's cool. Yeah, that's a game. Man, I want a PS5. I know. <laughs> now, now it's like, oh, here's my problem. I want both. I I really do. Yeah. And I know PS5 is the long term investment of. Guess what's gonna come out? God of War two eventually. Come out games. Spider Man two eventually <laughs> yeah. is gonna come out. Horizon. Uh, Horizon Forbidden two. West. Yeah, Forbidden West. Like it looks epic, and it's just all these fantastic. Oh, somehow the uh, Last of Us Part two's multiplayer esque <gasps> thing. Factions two. Factions. Whatever they call it. <laughs> they might call it the Last of Us Factions. Yeah. You know, they, it, but I heard it's gonna be a separate release. I hope it's uh, free. I hope it's free. I hope it's a free-to-play. That'd be cool. It should be, because it's like you they already bought so, the game. Yeah, and they make so much on that uh, series. They like, couldn't do microtransactions. I wouldn't care, you know? Yeah, it, and their quality. You know, their quality. That's what's know? frustrating with that Mario Battle Royale thing. Like, why would you just release it for six months when you could <laughs> potentially make money off of it Easily. if you wanted to? Give me some cool Skins. backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. For the, just playing through the levels, have like a Zelda level in that, in that Mario, you know? I don't know. They could, again, that's... They just like leaving money on the table. Yeah. They just like... They love doing limited stuff like that. Like with the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Yeah. They were like limited time boxes you could get. Yeah. What and they were hard to find. I almost bought them for nostalgia stake. But... I wanted to get one. I remember when they came out like four or five years ago. The NES Classic came out. And I looked up the day it came out. And I was like, okay, cool. And then the day it came out, I like went over to Target. And I was like, oh, let's see if they have them. And they like laughed at me. They're they were out. like, yeah, you had to be here like before opening and get a ticket. I had people that like, don't... What? Yeah, I had people, friends that don't even game. They don't play any of the current consoles, yeah. and they went and bought those. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's spoke to nostalgia. That's all it did. The Target I went to at that time said they only got 10. Wow. Okay, yeah. So it was a... a it was like intentionally limited, limited to like hype up demand. It's like that old school toy <sighs> tactic, you know, where yeah. they like make it... 
super soakers. Super scarce. So that's why they're trying to like make it so like, oh, you can only get Mario for six months. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it now. You gotta buy it now. I hope they change their mind. I hope they roll they that back. <laughs> they won't because they're Nintendo. But yeah. You're right. Dude, imagine if they took it away in March and then they like released a new Mario bundle next year. And then one of those old games was in the new <laughs> collection. And you had to rebuy them. It was like, oh, you can get Galaxy 2 now. But it's got Galaxy 1 in it, even though you already bought that. Gross. <laughs> they would do that. I could see them doing that. But back to the new consoles, yeah. It's, <laughs> honestly, it's all up in the air right now. And we're just going to be along for the ride. I think. I think they'll both be four ninety nine. I think this whole price... Yeah. Like you've you heard stare off is stupid the staring yeah. contest. You've heard you've heard the whole it's gonna take four hundred and forty nine dollars or four hundred and fifty two dollars or whatever it is to just manufacture all the oh, parts, yeah, yeah. right? So that, yeah. it was something like that for the mm-hmm. PS five or for the Xbox Series X, I believe. Yeah. I think so both. I think they were both around estimated the same. to be like So if you're gonna make any kind of profit margin on that, yeah, you, you gotta be a what? For, you wouldn't list it at four. They'll probably just try to break even on them. To <laughs> if you honest. break like, even, you're yeah. Xbox is going for we're going to sell you an ecosystem, right? Xbox is trying to sell you an ecosystem. Yeah. They don't care if you buy an Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox X Series X. They don't care. The Xbox Cla- uh, X Cloud or whatever, right? Yeah. They don't care. They want you in your their ecosystem. So traditionally, the strategy was to sell your console at a loss yeah. and then make money on your software. Software, yeah. Because you make money for every game you sell, even if it's third party. That's a smart move, and that's like, why... Like, even on the PlayStation Store, Sony makes, like, something like 10 to 20% of every game sold. Yeah. You know? So we have to take in consideration, I'll bring up another point here, is uh, what are we at? In, at least in America, we have 30 million plus unemployed. Uh, <laughs> how are yeah, we going to spend money? Yeah, people are losing money, yeah. It's how like, are we going to spend money on a $600 console? Why, it's I, like... I've heard other people say this, where it's like they should have released the pre-orders early, yeah, when people had more money, yeah, like the six hundred dollars a week and the stimulus <laughs> checks, and then now by the time it comes out, everyone's not going to have any purchasing power at yeah. all, and it's like, and they're going to be more expensive than the last generation. Yeah. So, how this is going to play out in America, at least, I mean, that's to be determined. But, but that does it's play a huge be, factor. Yeah. I'm, I wish I can afford both at launch, mm-hmm. obviously, but. I'm probably gonna have to choose, yeah. honestly. I, and I have a PS4 Pro, but I don't have. Uh, I have an older Xbox, so I might go with the Series X. You yeah. Know? But then if that PS5 launches with some cool games, exclusives yeah. that are only exclusive to, X, to PS5, yeah, I'll probably go PS5. So mm-hmm. it's all to be determined at this point. Yeah. No. Uh, do we want to get into Nintendo Switch Pro rumors or just save that for? I mean, we can save that because we don't have. It's yeah. There's been rumors that Nintendo Switch is gonna release a remaster or a updated pro model of the switch next year yeah we'll see what happens i mean there was also a rumor that nintendo had patented a gamecube classic oh they're gonna try to release like i heard about that yeah they probably weren't they probably weren't ever gonna do it it was just a patent i don't want that i want nintendo switch online (laughs) and 64 that's what i want i don't want it they need to release like because they have but i do want a switch pro because they added online multiplayer to all those nes and super nintendo games there's so many great that's cool n64 and GameCube games and wii games that could have online now metroid prime i think Uh, there's a metroid prime game that has multiplayer i can't remember if it's prime 2 or the ds game 2v2 or something (laughs) yeah i don't remember what it had but yeah yeah, if there is, and this is all rumor speculative, if there is a Nintendo Switch Pro version, 
uh, I'm all about it. My Switch, especially my Switch now, is pretty much a port <laughs> system. Like it, I play older games. <laughs> And I'll play third-party games just for the sake of having it handheld. Yeah. That's the coolest feature about it. So all these new consoles launching with Series X and PlayStation 5, that'd be really cool if they had some kind of 4K switch, uh, 60 frame per second switch like you know, capability. I guess the, the switch has that already, but just some kind of up, updated performance. Yeah. Uh, and that can work with the new gens, at least at, you know, at the base level, at least the first couple... Uh, months of the game, or I guess you know, the first year of the console generation. That'd be really cool to have. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if it's gonna happen, but again, we'll I, I would buy it. I'd buy it right now. We'll see how well. It, I mean, the Switch already is like pretty powerful for how small it is. Like, it's, what it can do. Like, it's it's switch, the Switch Lite, especially like look at that, like the blue one. Like, look how small that is. Yeah, it's deceiving. and it can run. Sw- uh, like the Witcher, Diablo three, right? the Witcher, like it can run all these games like well, yeah, and like there's some magic. Mario Odyssey run looks amazing, yeah. and all these games look amazing. Nintendo first party always looks incredible. Yeah, they look yeah, it's Pixar level at this point. Well, they're basically like laptops. Yeah, they yeah. like they're not tablets. They're like they're structured like little mini laptops. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen like video breakdowns of them, and they have like that heat sink fan in them and everything. It's I was weird. so I guess you're right. Uh, Switch Pro, but yeah. A Switch Pro, yeah, some games are kind of clunky and kind of, uh, they chug a little bit. Uh, I've heard, I think I've heard The Witcher has dumbed down graphics and whatnot. Uh, The worst Fender I've seen is XCOM 2. Okay. It actually is totally playable on Switch, but it runs so badly. Like, the the frame rate's okay, it's 30 frames, and it stutters every now and then. But in that game, it takes, like, a full one to two minutes just to load a save. Wow. And, like, it's just, like, it runs slow. It's totally playable and fine, but, like, it's just one of those things, like, man, I wish I was playing. It was the first time I was, like, I wish I was playing this on a different system just for the speed. Yeah. Just the snappiness of it, you know? That's what I think a Switch Pro would do. Yeah, Switch Pro would make it more... It would make even those games. older games that have already been released that you can go back and play, yeah. and it would just be smooth, you know? It, it, yeah, I think it's necessary. I think. I think the original Crisis is on Switch now. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, it's heavily downscaled, but, like, yeah. that game when it came out on PC was just ridiculously hard to run. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think we've hit everything for the week. Cool. We almost went two hours. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> An hour awesome. 50. Wild. But yeah, that's it for the show. You guys can look forward to new episodes probably every Friday, every Friday morning. Time to be determined. Um, but yeah. This has been a discourse about gaming. About gaming. I will make social media accounts. I can talk about them next week because yeah. I don't have them up yet, so I can't redirect everybody to the links. But yeah, I'll make social media accounts, and there will be um, a webpage and where to find the podcast and all that. Do you want to plug your Twitter or something? Uh, no, I don't have to plug my own personal Twitter. I'll plug the show Twitter whenever that okay. comes out. Okay. What is my personal Twitter? I guess I can <laughs> plug it. I can, I'll plug mine. Uh, mine's, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ogre, which is also my PSN name. It's my Uh-oh. Xbox. You just got spammed by friend advice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's my, you know, it's my gamer tag. It's my PSN. It's It's my... Switch, which uh, doesn't really have an online system, so I don't know how that works. But anyway, it's it's everything, you know. So uh, you can follow me at Tuzoger, uh, T W O S 
O T R E. My Twitter handle's Matt Matt Hudson. Just M A T T M A T T H U D S O N. Okay, so it's Pretty not simple. anything about your no. gaming. Okay. It's just Matt Hudson. Matt Matt Hudson. Cool. Very basic. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. See ya. Farewell. <laughs>